Welcome to Biggest Geekus. We are your hosts. I am Joe. I'm Randy. This is episode 98 of our show, and the date is Thursday, July 28th, 2022. Yes. How be it? Man, I'm doing pretty dang good. Got back from VengerCon. My floor had been completed. Yeah, it was good times, baby. Good deal. Yeah. New wood wood floors. New wood, well, what's that stuff called? It's pergola something. Yeah, pergo stuff. You know, it's cool though. It's you know, real wood would cost me uh, a bankroll. So I said, nah, pass. Malachi in the house. We got Legion and Darth and Martinson. At least the ones up on the stream. That's cool. Glad you guys are here. Definitely. Thanks for stopping in, Darth, with your new symbology there. Yeah, he's rolling with the cool new symbol. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Joe, you had a little hiccup. A little life got in the way this week, so we had to push back a couple of days. Yep. Oh, man, we made a, it happen, though. We made it happen. We made it happen. Yes. Had a funeral to go to. Yeah. Right. So, before we get into it, uh, I want to shout out to Honey Badger Radio and the basic expert for having me on Monday, making me super tired. <laughs> but uh, we we had kind of an, uh, not an emergency, had a situation here. I had to, to bail on um, basic expert after we had been, had been on for a uh, half hour or so, something like that. We got a lot of good stuff out. It's just, I had to bail on it, but I'm, I'll be going back on at some point. But I was on both shows Monday. And uh, there should they should have um, they should have a video up of them of those shows. I, mean, I, I in fact I know that Honey Badger does. I didn't uh, verify the basic expert, but I'm sure he does. Um, I'll have uh, links posted to both in the show notes. Um, also, I will be on the Red Room Ooh. tomorrow morning at eleven. I'm not sure it's a live stream. Oh. I checked out their channel and I don't see any live streams posted. So it might just be um, I go in and uh, I hook up with them at 11. We do a little thing and then it gets recorded and posted. So we'll see what happens. Um, and then I'm back on T-shirt Historian on Saturday evening. Look at my dude over here this way. It's <laughs> all over the place. Represent, son. I'm over um, here dropping some French on Mr. Max Boivin. Very complex French. Bonjour and we. Oui. I know he's, oh, wow. he's totally impressed. Hey, hey, hey. Croissant. Oh, oh, oh. Ha, ha, ha. C'est la vie. A few other phrases. Yeah. <laughs> it's been too long. And on the 8th, I will be on um, Nerd Cognito. Hmm. He's a pretty he's pretty much a firebrand of uh grognard proportions. So. Excellent. Nerd Cognito, I'm checking that out. And I love when you're on t-shirt. Those are some good cats over there. Yeah. They had Venger on there this week too, which we'll be talking about. I'll be talking about my Venger experience. It was quite a good time. Or as I like to call it advanced cabin con. Yeah, Matt. I'm glad you saw him. I'm gonna show him again tonight. He checked out some of our picks from VengerCon. I may show a couple on the YouTube. Yeah, we had a good time. It was much yep. fun. We'll get to that later. Yeah, I was on all the I'm on all, all these places talking about Big Geek Emporium. Yep. Um, hopefully I will have a little bit more of an update in the next couple of days. I'm off all weekend, so we'll see what happens. Right on, Ben. Right on. Yeah. Sounds like we ought to play D D though one of those days you're off. My well, 
Um, we've got tentatively the 11th. Yes, the 11th is the tentative for the start of the new campaign. Jenny OS still hasn't told me whether we can go or not. So, well, do you just sneak out that or dude? Tell her, stay yeah. home. I'm off that week. I took that week off. Dude, so, you need to um, complain. No excuses. Should be so, fine. Be over at three. We'll play all day long. <laughs> Legion. Are you about to, son? Legion's about to. <laughs> this is not a nice thing to have said. I'm going to have ready. to do something about this. Get ready, Maximus. I already got something for you tonight, pal. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Big Geek Emporium is our uh, upcoming um, not competitor. That will take some time. But alternative, you could call us the Alt Drive. Oh, nice. Yes. I saw what you did there. So, of course, we're already going to probably be called something. I don't know. Uh, I was on, what, I don't know what show it was on or wh where it was at, but somebody uh, had posted, I know what kind of content you're going to have on there. You know, whatever that meant. What does that mean? Conservative. Oh, God. It's probably... I know what kind of con. Yeah, people that want to put their stuff up there. That's what we're gonna have. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, it's not good, Max. Sorry, bud. I also, Max. I, Go ahead. Go ahead. I also put a, a contact form on that uh, coming soon page, so that anybody who has questions or comments or hate mail or hey, I want to get involved some kind of way can send me a note or send oh. us a note. Okay. All right. Just wanted to get all of that out, so I, I forget stuff. So, with all that said, oh, you know, I want to do one more thing. We get going. Oh yeah, you oh, know yeah. it. Love it. Subscribe if you have not already. Like, hit the bell notification so you know when we're going to be on. Uh, you know, once a week. It's it's. I know it's tough to keep up with. But um, and if we can get our, our numbers up to 500, we could have a community and I can actually put out text messages on our our um, YouTube channel. There you go. The good, the good thing is, is we are up over 300 now. Dude, look at that. Just three, 303 at last count. So we're doing we're doing building, all right. Just start building a super conservative drive through site and everybody's coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super conservative. They don't even know my boy here. They don't know what they're talking about with Joe. No. You call me a conservative, that's fair. Not that Joe doesn't have conservative. I think you're conservative, but you're not you're not a Republican. I'm traditional. Traditional. I have I, I, I think traditions are important and all that. Oh man, check this out. Patrick, advanced cabin con. BS, he says. VentureCon is swords and wizard to our dungeon and dragons. Dude, that's, that's not a lie. <laughs> it's also not necessarily uh, uh some people will take swords and wizardry and say it's better than Dungeons and Dragons. So <gasps> we won't you never know. If he's comparing it to Cabin Con, we won't say that. We won't say that. <laughs> no, that's cool. We'll talk about it more. It was a good time. I think oh Kill Raven's in the house. Malachi, I don't know if I said hi to him. Um uh anywho. All right. Uh, ready to get jump into it, man. First Let's topic. jump in. Jump in, jump in. Segment one. Yeah. Main topic, the Terrask. Love it. There's probably not a more a more iconic D&D &D monster. There's all, also lots of other um, uh, 
iconic monsters, but the Terrask is definitely one of D and D's uh, most iconics. Um, it doesn't get used a lot, probably because it's so te- powerful. You have to be very high level, and apparently, no one plays high level. But it was interesting because I know Patrick's mentioned it before. Uh, Max, oh, welcome, Rodrigo Beowulf. I haven't seen your name, but you've probably been around. You're welcome, dude. Uh, glad you're here. Uh, Patrick mentioned the French origins. Yes. Of the Terrasque. Mr. Bravan made a little joke about he spelled it the French way. One R T A R A S Q U E. It's connected. Did you read the articles? It's connected. Yes. To, yes. I've got several to the town of Terrasson, I believe. And um, anyway, it's, it's pretty interesting. I think amongst gamers, uh, amongst gamers, it's pretty well known. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to take a quick pause. You carry on. Right carry back. on. Yep. I'm going to carry on. Yes. There's some sort of. Um, I guess French myth that um, one of the witnesses to Christ's uh, uh, crucifixion uh, came by this pond where or lake or whatever it was uh, hidden, hide whatever it typically hid in uh, the terrace, and you know, kind of lulled it out to follow her, you know, Pied Piper style and lured it into town and then the town descended upon it and slayed it while it was helpless essentially <laughs> I, yeah i think it was saint mary martha was martha not mary uh though in some legends there's a bunch of legends connected to it there's even other countries that got some terrace but terrace is basically french and it looked like a turtle type massive turtle do with a, one set of lion head and a scorpion tail basically it's a fearsome beast that was killing people and and one tale saint martha shows up and saves a dude who's being killed by it or at least mm-hmm. he's being killed it doesn't say whether they killed it or not in wikipedia but she saves him and the terrask uh, she you know and they say she wrapped her uh towel waistcoat waist i don't know what it was her little she, you know, you, 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 I, I, I want to say a rope, but more like a towel to hold your robe closed. She wrapped it around him and led him into the town, mm. uh, basically tamed it. Yeah, and then they murdered it. Uh, yeah, so Max has helped me out here. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You're talking about the spelling differences. But um, the Terrask, I was saying, I think D&D nerds love it. You can just say the Terrask. Everybody knows they have strong opinions. Um, I don't know if people that, hear D&D if they think Terrask, if they're not D&D players. They probably think no, no. Elves, dwarves, wizards, warriors, maybe trolls and dragons. Dragons, yeah. Um, and the trolls. Yep. Their own the dragons. iconic uh, things that we know about by playing the game mm-hmm. and uh, reading books and having the books and all that stuff is not what the outsiders would know by. I mean, they might know Beholder. They definitely know Dragon. Mm-hmm. And then it's an elf game. But that's that's probably an, all an outsider would really know. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you know, necessarily, it's, it's possible they might know more if they have friends that talk about it, but they're not necessarily involved. So, <laughs> I mean, you've got the Illithid, you've got the Beholder, you've got the Terrask. Yeah. Um, those are really the iconic things. I mean, there's probably other ones like uh, Mimics, Liches, L- Liches, DD people. Yeah. Uh, devil theme, demons, just generic demons are big. Mark Getzinger says that Tarask is what a DM uses when the PC breaks the final straw in a campaign. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. I know I've, I've gotten a little annoyed and said, dude, I'm going to lay the Tarask on these dirt bags. They don't stop their bull crap. I've been there. It's definitely an option to, to use in that instance because the, most PCs can't handle one. 
But Mr. Blavin's got it. It's not the first thing you learn about. But once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. Monster Manual 2 is where it first appeared. Did you know that, Joseph? I had to look that up. I wasn't sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that, but that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Blavin was right. I, I think it's... Um, yeah, it, it, but it's... I don't know. I've always loved it, though. Um, now, this little link we have, we're going to talk about this, the Terrace through the edition. Are, are you ready to transfer to that or not? Yeah, let's, let's go. Because I thought it was... Did you notice the third edition... Uh, Terrasque is not on there. They don't stat it up. And they mention it. He they mentions do. it. They give it a huge description. Um, but the um, all the, the other stats are given. The stat right. block isn't doesn't have an il illustration in there. Hmm. Right. Um, fifth edition. They talk a little bit about it. <coughs> and third edition. Did you, did you want me to share it? Were you going to? Well, you go. You do the sharing. You're you're much more proficient. I'm going to look for one more thing. Uh, while you're doing that, feel free and share. Um, yes, we are in the midst, in the process. If you're if you're listening and not watching, let's see if I can find it there. It yeah, is. so the Terrask was interesting because some of the most common things was it had a pretty solid AC, a boatload of hit points. Though in first ed, it was only 300, but in first ed, 300 was pretty serious business. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's the place, power score, everything you need to know about the Terrask. Um, um, this is an old article. That I don't know if this uh, um, site is up, uh, kept up or not, but this is an article from uh, 2014. But that doesn't mean anything because 5th edition has been out since then, So it ha and it has 5th edition stats in here. So everything you need to know about the Terrask. We're afraid to ask. Yeah, I think that this this particular uh, Terrask, so if you look, one of the things you'll notice, as I said before, you'll notice that Homeboy has got some serious AC. Uh, he, got a, he got a negative three in first edition, and I think it stayed the same in second. Uh, though there was, did, you read the, did you read the little piece where they said in second edition there was a typo? Something weird about well, the typo? <laughs> yeah, who knows what that was supposed to be, and nobody's owned up to it. Let me see if I can get down to it. Yes, this is a this is a statue in honor of the Terrask somewhere. Yeah. Does it say exactly where that's at? Uh, I don't know. Um, this is the first edition stats right here. Um, let me see. And it was second edition you're talking about? Yeah. If you go down yes. a little bit. Here. It's right here. Um, creatures with a minus Thaco, because Thaco was in force in second edition, mm -hmm. can only be hit on a one. <laughs> which doesn't make sense at all, at all because a one is you know roll a one on the die you miss so and who was the second edition uh that answered all the sage questions skip skip Williams. Williams. he didn't really give a good answer either he just mm. kind of left it blank <laughs> he just yeah so let's see here let me get down to get i'm gonna get down mm-hmm uh, let's see. Let me find it. Okay. Um, Thaco as defined by the second, this is uh, all Skip Williams. Yeah. Thaco as defined by the second edition player's handbook <clears throat> was the number a character needed to roll in order to hit a th hit armor class zero. Okay. We all, we know this. I don't think I need yeah. to read that part. There at the bottom. It's the, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. 
The, the second edition Tarask has an armor class of negative three. That's a first level warrior. Okay. It, it, it figures what you need to hit various things at various levels. Nowhere, except for the, that bizarre statement in the Monstrous Manual, is it ever implied that a one is needed to hit a negative. Thaco. Just another mystery of the Tarask, seemingly. <laughs> he leaves it open. It's a mystery. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess it's kind of, I think because it's so ridiculous, and I get it. I mean, and. They couldn't come up with a good reason, so they just said, it's a mystery. Well, and, and does someone really have a question? Is there, t- are there tables where the DM lets the players beat them over the head so hard that it'd be like, dude, that's not the case. That's stupid. I'm not doing that. Though, I wouldn't think the player would want you to do that because you have to roll a one to hit it. That would make the Terrasque pretty dang hard to fight. Right. Well, it's hard enough to fight already. Oh, it, through these editions. You know, I thought, as much as I'm not a fan of it, I thought 4th edition had a pretty couple of sweet powers for the Terrasque. I think it's the one where, if you look, uh, I don't know if you can zoom down to the to the Terrasque in 4th edition level 30 solo brute. Look at that earth binding ability. I think I am absolutely would use that. Is that the one where they swim through the earth? Let me read it to you. Here's what it is. Earth binding. Aura, 40 feet. Any flying creature in the aura has its fly speed. No, aura 40. It doesn't say feet. Any flying creature in the aura has its fly speed reduced to one and maximum altitude reduced to 20 feet, putting it within the Terrasque reach. Any creature above this altitude at the end of its turn falls to an altitude of 20 feet automatically. I don't know what 40 is supposed to mean, so it's not 40 feet. Basically, you can't fly. People always talk about flying around. Oh, I meant to put up Mr. Boivin. He had a comment. Um, he said here, uh, it's something to nerd, nerd, it's something to nerd about. How to kill this? No, that wasn't it. Something about players. Um, oh, yeah, I was right. Um, how to kill the unkillable monster with some kind of weird plans. Dude, I've heard a plan where they, this guy claimed that an eighth-level party could kill the Terrasque. By drowning it with that decanter of endless water, they had a variety of you know strategies, but they were talking all this biology stuff. And I'm like, you know, dude, bring that to my game. Just do it. Bring your biology. Tell me what you're going to do to tear ass, and then watch me say, "Yep, doesn't work." Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I'm going to say something else here. Mm-hmm. Baron G Rock, my fave is a pack of tear ass. Um, he's responding to someone, I'm sure. Anyway, he said that, and I, I told him it was sweet. Yeah, who, sweet. Who wouldn't love a pack of terrorists? Right. So, Baron, uh, thank you for your video you put up for us. Um, Thanks, dude. And, you know, supporting us with our efforts over at Big Geek Emporium. I just wanted to shout that out. Appreciate that. Yeah. Mr. Blavin also saying he thinks it's weird that they made this obscure monster from France, the toughest enemy in the game. Yeah, but, dude, that's pretty cool, though. French got some talk about this tough. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Dang mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> you might, you, no, he's not. <laughs> I ain't knocking Max. He's a French Canadian. That's a double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's cool. He's cool. Yeah. The, the terrace ter- from the French myth could hide in a pond. Yes. And attack nearby people. The terrorists from D and D couldn't hide in anything short of the ocean, and then out way out past what you would have as a dock or anything. Dude, and you know there was one of the stats you could like. I was thinking maybe in third edition. I was reading a large or smaller creature 
basically any number of them can stand in the Terrasks. Maybe not any number of them, but they could stand in his space. I think it was third edition. They were talking about spaces. Uh, and they said you could stand in his space and attack it. And he, him, he may not notice you. Right. <laughs> when you get on his back, he'll ignore you. Right. <laughs> yeah, Malachi says the 1E version looks a little closer to the original myth. I'll be honest with you. Of the different pictures I see on this page. Uh-huh. I'm really digging, even though the third edition looks a little more like a, uh, the first two I don't care for that much. Not really. And the first edition does look better. The second looks kind of weak. I hate that head. That second picture under the third edition is pretty boss. I believe. It looks more, he looks more like a dinosaur. Yeah. Even though, one. even though the one at the end of fourth edition is pretty awesome too. Tearing through those buildings with those archer and wizards standing there. And that picture for fifth edition, I think, is the one they made the figure on. There's a there's a Terrask figure out or about to come out. So mm-hmm. I would say my favorite is probably the fourth edition one, followed closely by that second one from third. Um five attacks for a fifth edition, dude. That's pretty good. Uh his damage is key though. Uh 676 points is pretty awesome. Um, I do like the I've always liked the idea of the Terrask being bound to the earth somehow, being an elemental creature. Um, oh, well, he says it's about to come out. FLGS has it on pre-order. That's cool. I, I'd like to have it. I just can't pay the bucks for it. Yeah, it does look kind of like a kaiju. I don't dis- disagree. Well, yeah, a lot of them have uh, that that kind of sensibility. It's a giant creature bigger than the buildings in your in your town or city. And I'm trying so. to think where it was. It might have been the fourth edition one where they talked about if you try because I thought 13th Age was the first one to do it. But killing this dude used to take knocking it to negative hit points and then casting a wish for it to be dead. Maybe it was fifth edition where they said, no, I don't know which edition where they talked about once you beat it down. One of the editions of D&D mentioned I thought that you could beat it down. And then once you did that, it would just, after you beat it down and cast the wish, it would end up leaving or something. But I know 13 days does something that basically makes it unkillable, which I kind of like it. Oh, I think that's a thing. Yeah. Um, in the, uh, Wikipedia, one of the Wikipedia entries, it's referred to as a type of dragon. Yeah. yeah. Which I think it was in, um, historically speaking too, was called a dragon. That was part. I mean, of it, it's, it's not uh, far, that's not far afield considering all of its uh, qualities. Um, oh, about minis again. Mal- Malachi's got it. The problem with the new minis is that it's pre-painted. Eh, I, I like that. I get if you're a painter, you don't. Those are too much, and there's too much money. Yeah, I think it's isn't it 400 bones? Reaper has a terrace like one that is really it is the, the Reaper's terrace looks. It actually looks really pretty good. Actually, yeah, Re- Reaper pretty much has. I think. Apart from the fact that they're not painted, I think their minis are pretty much superior to whatever right now to right. What, what Wizards puts out. In my opinion. Yeah. But most of the places, most of the versions of D&D require some special kind of wish type, wish type thing to take the thing down. Um, when, when we were younger and playing, or even now, what do you think of the Terrask in general, though, Joe? Oh, really? So, yes, Matt, 
Uh, Matt, Matt Barninger says better off buying a 3d printer. Yes, because a 3d printer, you might be able to find one that prints that could print a Terrasc. You have the 3d printer and a Terrasc for less than a Terrasc figure, because, uh, you can, if you can get them on sale, um, or a good deal, you could get one for 250, 350, depending on model and whatnot, and decent one. One they could probably print that. Ah, I don't know if it would it print one of that size, a, a, a thing of that size. Some of them are, did they just print very small things about uh, a few inches square? A Terrasque would need to be, what, a foot tall at least. Yeah. To be in scale, something right. like that. I'm not sure if uh, the 3D printers we're talking about would print something that big, but you can maybe print it in pieces and then glue it together, potentially. Uh, Darth had an interesting comment on the negative hit points. He said, I believe it's 2E. I just checked it was 1E is where it started, but I believe 2E continued it. And what's interesting is if you can kill it, knock it to negative 30 and make the sweet wish, you can do that. Then supposedly you got, you'll find 100,000 gold pieces and it's gems and it's belly. And turn portion of that to make D four plus five shields. Yeah, not to mention it's it's hide. Yeah, and other things and blood and stuff. You could do all. I mean, you kill the Terra. If you permanently kill the Terra, and you had all that stuff. Uh, I mean, that's that's a that's typical kaiju type things. Dragons. Uh, there's yeah. always uh, uh, legends about dragon bits being used to make things. That's true. Um. I was gonna I was gonna say something and then I, now I've forgotten it. I'm sorry. All right, no problem. It's just me being. I'm um, I'm very tired gotcha. today. Um, Work hard today. Oh, I had extra mail to carry, so oh. I carried mine and about an hour on somebody else's route, and I did it in about forty five minutes instead of an hour. So I was kind of booking out there, and I'm like, oh, I probably should have walked regular speed. <laughs> So because yeah. now, now I'm I'm beat. I've had caffeine, I've eaten, I'm drinking a bunch of water, I'm still uh dragon. Yeah, I think um Iron Man says baby Yoda can put it to sleep, but I I'm I got a feeling sleep is one of the things it's immune to. Pit dice wise, but you're talking Jedi stuff, so who knows? Maybe you could. Yeah, I don't know how they interact and which version are you going with? Fourth fourth edition, it would not. Oh, it has that. I was just looking at that. This um, immutable uh, characteristic here. Um, let's see. It cannot. Well, sleep doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, um, well, and first, it's not listed. He has too many hit dice, though. Yeah. Interesting note. If you want to scan, scan up to the first edition one. Maybe folks right. can help me out with this. Look Knocked unconscious. You might be able to say that's sleep. But uh, right. to the first edition. Now, first, second edition, he could not because he has too many hit dice, except for this one little wrinkle. Look at his hit dice. Oh, it doesn't say hit dice. It just no, says hit points. That, that always threw us for a loop because um, you'd have to – I think there was a, a Dragon Magazine article that may have come out later that said if it has um, – you have you you have to kind of finagle how many hit, hit dice it has from its hit points. But, yeah, it's weird. Most – they do that kind of stuff. Every monster has hit dice except the Tarask, or maybe yeah. there's probably a few other ones. I think the name demons, most of them had hit points instead of hit dice. That might have been a first edition or thing. devils. I can't remember. I think you're right. Like the, like the 
I, all the devils like Asmodeus, Asmodeus and them. Yeah. I think they all had hit points instead of hit dice. Yeah. So, but so well, so some monsters had hit dice. Right. Some monsters had hit points, but not hit dice. And some monsters had hit points and then parenthetical hit dice next to it. If you want to say he had an average of four, he had D8s. Homie's running with 75 hit points. Mm -hmm. 75 hit dice. Yeah. Oh, well. Which is what I would say if I was running it. I just assume, oh, if you got any, if you got any spell that can't affect a certain hit dice creature, Joe, then the Terrasque has that many hit dice. Yes. (laughs) Whatever Joe needs to be under, it's just over. It's just (laughs) over. That's how I would run it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, then casting a wish. Now, you might run into the DM that says you have to specifically word it correctly for it to work. It's not just a automatic win. Yeah, G-Rock confirms 3-5 also needed a wish to kill it. I'm pretty right. sure. I'm not sure if that actually disappeared in any of the editions. Maybe 5th. Yeah, I'm not sure about 5th. Yeah. But yeah, um, some DMs may want you to word it correctly or, you know, it doesn't work so that they can keep the Tarask around a little longer. Maybe you have to do it a few times until you get the, the wish worded right. And yeah. then if they want you to do that, not only does the Tarask not die, there might be other effects of a pro- improperly worded wish. Oh, and yeah. this was first edition days. You, the DMs were encouraged yeah. to screw around with players when they cast wish. Yeah, and I think that's good encouragement. I, I think generally you should just screw around with players pretty much nonstop. What do you think, Joe? Say that again? I think you should just screw screw around with players nonstop. Sure, why not? It'll teach them. Yeah, teach those pesky players. Yeah, how to yeah. do cool stuff in my game. Learn them real good. Mm-hmm. That's truth. So, huh? So, moving away from the stats, just for ah, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have to break for DVR. Oh, the DVR crew is here. At least one of them. Hello, phone guy. Oh, wow. Bingo was his name. Welcome. T-shirts in the house. Nice. Bingo was his Matt name. Barnier. Yeah, that's a new guy. Or he might be a... Where is he at? I don't... Sorry oh, there it is. There it is. I'll put it up there. He just said hello. There Pete. he is. What's uh-huh. up? Oh, I'm messing, I'm messing with Joe. The reason he doesn't let me control things. He's a smart man. Yeah. You don't let me have control stuff like that. It's dangerous. It is. It is. Yeah. Cool. You should never be allowed to control things. Well, that's kind of a lie. I should control all things, but I understand I understand why you think that. Because I think we'll screw Joe every time I get a chance, but that's because it's fun. Hose him really hard. Hose him with the badness of evil DM hosiery. DVR me, all right. Thank you. Thank you from the DVR me. All right. Let's see. Our man's asking about the lore. He might have come in late. Uh, it's a French beast. Take away the R, and uh, I think it was uh, tear one R, I think, and I think the rest of it's the same, isn't it? Tear I'm not sure. I think it's so. French. Who knows how they spell things over there? They spell things. I don't know that they keep it straight. I think they got it figured out. They just don't want to tell anybody. But uh, anyway, it came from France, and we talked about how earlier it was. Uh, oh, like the Coneheads. Oh, We're from France. In-game lore. Well, I can tell you this much. I know that Karask made some appearances in both Bloodstone modules H2 and H4. Um, The world of Kryn apparently had WL-16. I'm not familiar with that adventure. Uh, Says Soth waves his hand, a door opens, and a Karask lurches forward. Yeah, there's um, there's some indications of lore in here. 
that um, it was made uh, to frighten the gods and keep them in line, perhaps. That was a fourth uh, edition thing, I think. Yeah, oh, but um, hmm, not sure. I'm not sure precisely. This guy goes into a lot of detail about its capabilities, but that's the only lore that comes out here. Um, I'm sure fourth edition had something, and I know that there's been some supplements where they invented lore, but it's it came out in second edition. There wasn't always any lore behind where creatures came from. They're just Not there. Consistent. How the Mighty Are Fallen. I owned that adventure at one time. That's a Netheril. You're showing it right now. It's a Netheril mm -hmm. module. Mm -hmm. And the ter you had to go get the pituitary gland of the Terrask. But look at the levels for that. I just noticed that. That was for levels 11 to 14? Of course, if you're using... I think there was some... Magic. Oh, you're probably not. You're probably not there to kill the terrorist. You're probably there to rip out its pituitary and leave before it wakes up or gets you. Uh, T-shirt. I partially agree with that. He says, uh, "Biggest case terrorist is in PF one is thirty hit dice CR twenty five. Cthulhu is thirty six CR thirty. Cthulhu is still the undisputed king of the monsters. Yeah, but Cthulhu's starting to get into the uh, elder god thing, so he's kind of playing unfair, isn't he?" A tiny bit. <laughs> when the terrorist is like, I'm just a total BA, and that's how I do it. That's just how I do it. You know, he comes and eats everything, says, uh, shut up. No adventures can kill me because they can't. Except mm -hmm. you can if you pull some cheese. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, a pesky wish. Speaking of that, so how are you going to – um how you want to fix this in? in? In your ecology, in your campaign world? I mean, are you I done like, with the article? I feel like it. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds good. You got more to say. We can say more, but I was no, no, no. The next one because I know I love the terrorist, and if I'm running a, he always exists. Any game I'm running, he's he's there somewhere. Because it's a unique, unique creature, the terrorist. That's right. how I think it was originally um, presented mm -hmm. as a unique creature. There's right. one, and it kind of terrorizes your campaign world. For a while, until right. either it's kind of done its thing and it, it's hung, it's no longer hungry, or the players beat it into submission. Uh, I think there's some uh, versions of it where you can beat it down and then it will go into uh, its torpor um, without having to necessarily kill it. Right. But, yeah. I think for me, I always liked it as a beast that... I can kind of, you know, kind of use rumors to talk about the chance that these books say in 13 years or in three months he's supposed to rise, whether he will or not. I've always liked him hidden deep within a mountain, even if maybe he hasn't been seen in so long that perhaps a mountain or a hill grew over him. I had that happen. Oh, sure. Sure. I had a character riding along. He was a powerful half ogre fighter in second edition, and he was riding his, he had a war elephant. And he was rising over a hill, and the terrace rose up. So right. that, that was a bad day for him. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It would be. Yeah. You would have to run real fast just by, like, you're by yourself. <laughs> nothing like, I had some companions, but still, who wants terrace random encounter? No, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's kind of a, that's kind of a dick move. Well, you know, I would say that I was a, I was very fair when I was young, but Joe would say, 
that's a stinking lie. So I'm going to say I was being a dick. Um, Only if you use fair in, in a, inappropriate, inappropriately. Right. I'm fair in a way that's not fair. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think the best way to use a tear ass key should be if you want to actually have the fight. I think there's lots of ways you can do it. Uh, Dragon Magazine during the end of the third edition era had a great set of articles and Dungeon, both. I think they're, I know Dragon had it. They talked about a cult of the Terrasque. Right. We worship the beast and we're always trying to raise it early. And I could see a whole camp, a campaign or a mini campaign around trying to fight them from getting them to raise the Terrasque. That could be pretty cool. Um, oh, sure. You could always, um, it's easy to make up a good background for the, for the Terrasque. Yeah. Even if you just say it's, the Terrasque has almost always certainly been in its um, origins are lost in the mists of time. Or you could uh, tie it to um, perhaps the unfortunate offspring of some uh, god or demigod that for some reason likes to take the form of random things and have um, relations with just about any creature that w- that it can uh, convince. <laughs> third, third edition was bad for that. Half everything. Right. Well, I was kind of poking at Zeus there. Oh yeah, sure. Is that that's a Zeus thing? But uh, so it could be the unfortunate offspring, and it's um, fated to do what it does. Eats until it its belly is full and sleeps for centuries, millennia, however long. And you use it as kind of a plot, um, plot device, a back. Yeah. Plot device, uh, until you might want to throw it at your PCs for real, because yeah, unless they're really high level, they're just not going to take it unless you're, unless you're talking, you know, pun, pun antics from what was that third edition. And there's probably some weird combo in second edition and definitely, third uh three five pathfinder they they all had kind of silly combinations that you could just destroy all comers but there is a 5e book called the book of the terrace which i'm going to talk about a little more later where uh i think who is the guy that does it but he gives all these interesting options for the terrace and he talks about it in great detail i think it's actually pretty neat and uh, for a while there, early on in the beginning of third edition, he would travel the cons and he would run just this fight the Terrasque adventure. Third, uh, fifth edition game supplement, the book of the Terrasque by John Arcadian, forward by Ed Greenwood. I have both a PDF and a hard copy. Being a huge fan of the Terrasque, I would recommend anybody get it, get it, even though it's a 5e supplement. He's just got some cool ideas. Right. Yeah, T-shirt historian talks about this uh, kaiju um, Pathfinder. They had they had a few kaiju, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And this is a particular one, Moguru, who's basically Pathfinder one's version of Godzilla. It's thir- thirty-four hit dice and twenty-eight uh, CR twenty-eight pound for pound, bigger and meaner, meaner than the Terrasque. I think that's a cheap shot T-shirt. Yeah, they should have just you know called that the Terrasque instead. Yeah. I think the terror to me, I want the terrorist to be the biggest, meanest monster of monsters on my planet as far as a creature that lives here. Aaron Wilkerson? What? Late. You go sit in the corner. But make lots of comments, and we're glad you're here. Yes. Thank you for showing up. (laughs) Even though you're late. Late. Inconceivable. 
But yeah, so uh, as you can tell, Randy loves him some Tarask, and I don't, and, and I get it. there's some like T-shirts. Of course, got to point us wrong. There's a few more powerful creatures in Pathfinder. There's probably tougher ones, honestly. I mean, we've talked about. Remember, we, here's the argument we used to have, in third edition especially. I think we talked about it. A great red worm versus a Tarask versus a Solar. Or what about the Astral Dreadnought? But let's just take those three. I believe yeah. at one point, and I'm sure people can. I think we were arguing, a bunch of our buddies, and we said that the Terrasque would beat the Great Red Worm. Maybe it was the other way around. No, I forgot how we had it. Something like the Terrasque could beat one of them, and especially if you gave it the power where you can't fly over it, because that's a cheap win, and I have, mm-hmm. count on that. If you're ever playing in a game and I'm running the Terrasque, you're not flying back and shooting it full of crap. Just forget it. That ain't happening. Randy ain't going to allow it. I love the Earth Binding ability. It's going to have it. Just be prepared. Get over here. Yeah, get over here. But those three were interesting because against when you when you paired them up, I think that was the three creatures that against one on one, a different one won every time when you paired up every different battle. But I can't remember the stats, so I can't really argue it. It seems like we had like one the solar could beat the red dragon, the red dragon could beat the terrace, but the terrace could beat the solar, something like that. I don't know. Didn't the solars? um, Wouldn't the solar be able to shoot it with a? Era of slaying the Terrasque. Yeah. They could do that. Sure. Fortitude save plus 45 or something for the Terrasque. Sure. Oh, there was a save. That's true. Sure, yeah. So you, you get a, a fortitude save. I mean, homie's going to make it. Um, yeah. Nothing, nothing you can do. I mean, yeah. But you're right. He can roll one. But I think you can shoot him five times. Yeah. Make him make five saves. And one of those might be a one. Yeah. But if he can't fly, <clears throat> he better be ready. Yeah. He better get initiative. He probably will. Look, Solar's ball. They're they're BA. But I mean, yeah. I, just the big brute monsters, I think I really like the Terrasque being the king of the brutes. Now, it doesn't mean dragons and other creatures couldn't possibly defeat them, but I think most of them be like, I'm not wasting my energy trying to kill this thing. No. No. What's the point? Just no. fly away or teleport away. You know? And a solar might be like, let's just help the people. This is ridiculous. I'm trying to kill this thing. Nah. Yeah. Uh that's very possible in third edition, Iron Man. Yeah, if it's a great, if it's a great, great uh, red worm, yeah, it would have access to ninth level spells. Ninth level caster, he could pull out a wish spell. It's within the realm of possibility. Um, Yeah, and I agree with Darth. I've already said I would. Said I will power up a Terrasque if I have to. I believe it is supposed to be the most powerful creature. Its purpose is to reset the surface of the planet. They did that in Apocalypse Stone at the end of second edition. Uh, that was part of the part of the plan. That that module was supposed to be a reset for third edition, and basically it was meant to be a campaign in there. So yeah, that that's mentioned in that article as well. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think for me, I, I wanted to be the big, the baddest kind of brute on the planet. Doesn't mean you couldn't travel the planes and go to other worlds, and there'd be badder stuff. But on my campaign world, everybody's gonna respect. <laughs> Get out of his way. Let him eat. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, unless, let's say, the exception would be if, for some reason, the Terrasque was making a beeline for some um, um, population center that couldn't just get up and move. So then you would need to, you know, put something in front of it. Right. Preferably squishy player characters. Oh, I lied, Joe. He only has plus 38 on his fortitude save. So he's practically going to fail then. Practically fail. Well, (laughs) so... Let's say that Solar wins initiative, mm-hmm. gets his five shots. Sure. But, you know, Terrace, you know, get makes his all five, the first five. Mm-hmm. 
somehow the Solar is still alive second round. Good luck. And he gets yeah. another gets another five shots. Well, he's got some so tra- out of ten shots, you'd think the Terrasque would probably roll a one or a two. Oh, yeah. It probably would. I mean, Terrasque, but you're also bringing a supernatural extra planar, an angel, the toughest of the angels, the archangel right. PAs against him. Uh, it's we, I've not seen too many PC parties that could handle a Solar. That was the other comparison. We thought the PC party could handle a lot, the Terrasque and the dr- Red Dragon easier than the Solar in mm. third edition. But I don't know. It all depends. Uh, what does T-shirt say here? In Castles and Crusades, the biggest dragon gets up to 32 hit dice. The Terrasque in the book is 30, but it's a toss-up, which is worse. My money's on the Terrasque. Boy, with all his abilities, oh, and, if any, and if any DM gets his hands on that book of the Terrasque by John Arcadian, it's like it's like the, the Draconomicon in 3rd edition. You turn dragons and go, wow. I was getting ready to... Um wonder why the Terrasque is in Castles and Crusades, considering it's d d IP that could be distinct, but Terrasque is a legendary monster. So, oh, yes. so We can even have it in Mudsword, which yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> Guaranteed. And there will be no kaiju that's bigger than him. And he will, will be, be no, the king boss kaiju. And, Cult, and Cthulhu in our campaign will be afraid of the Terrasque. Well, Cthulhu's not a kaiju i know he's a he's a guy he's like an elder god i don't know there's distinctions cthulhu is a he's much more than mortals i mean way past even a yeah terrasque is much more than mortal so to be fair i don't know that's sweet though i like some yeah too either way i think if you have a terrasque you're in your in your campaign world Mm -hmm. and you're going to also insist on cthulhu someone's going to have to just punch you in the nuts (laughs) <laughs> why like, i mean really terask and cthulhu why don't you just have a tag team them you know let them show up and they tag team you i think that would be good you know How when the terask gets a little tired you know maybe the the pcs <laughs> you know get scratches carapace maybe a tiny bit he says oh tags i'm gonna out. sit this tags out to, to cthulhu he says all right you can you can handle these guys for a couple of rounds and the pcs gonna, are extra tough uh, i'm gonna go over here and eat a village or two while you're doing that and then cthulhu can tentacle out whenever it's time to get out yeah and all he asked all all he all cthulhu really the elder god has to do is just you know make everybody despair i mean oh yeah exude his dark nature he probably doesn't even have to act i am pretty <laughs> sure and mr t-shirt could help us out here cthulhu and the d20 cthulhu he was ridiculous there was like no way a 20th level party would have a shot against him he was crazy powerful he had some kind of like freaky mental screw yeah this is cool i like both of these i like Mal- malachis who said a terrasque is a harbinger of an apocalypse i like that I would. That's a cool one. So if your campaign, you have a high-level characters and the Terrace shows up, let's say the party puts him down or gets rid of him, right? Puts him back in his hole or whatever, uh, or kills him, whatever. They're like, man, that was great. And then the wizard's like, dude, I just read something in a book. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. This is the beginning of something worse. Right. <laughs> that right. would be so cool for a high-level game. That would, be, yeah. that would be how you would do the, um, the, the great old one. Yes. So Terrask is a harbinger for an apocalypse. And then, you know, way off in the distance, you see um, Cthulhu, you know, waving a tentacle or two. And you're like, holy crap. <laughs> if, you wanted, if you wanted to stick in pure D&D, though, you could also have that could be a precursor to a 
super high powerful get Yankee invasion led by the Lynch Queen herself. Oh sure, sure. Or or maybe the the uh, illicit have figured out a way to initiate a solar eclipse, and now uh-huh. they're going to they're going to invade the surface at at at, at will, and then <laughs> kiss your butts goodbye. Yeah, t-shirts confirmed. Elder gods, outer gods, great old ones for pretty much TPK material. Yeah. Yeah. If you just take them at their legendary status, when you when you if you listen to any, um. Cthulhu material. I mean, uh, anything from that involves them uh, from, oh, what's the fellow's name that wrote all that stuff? I forgot somehow. Who wrote Lovecraft? Lovecraft. Any of that Lovecraft stuff, except for when you have somebody who kind of bare, you know, barely scratches the surface and then decides, ah, okay, time to get out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a rare instance. Most of the time they get in too deep and they become fish people or go insane or or something like that. Martinson but, made it yeah. funny. He said, would the terrace come in on a silver surfboard? <laughs> the Herald of Goliath. Martinson, right on, dude. That's money. That's money. Yeah. It would be a pretty big surfboard. Yeah, but I mean, I get, it's perfect. Him and Malachi's idea, that plays, that's basically the idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All people of Earth, please let me eat you because you'll like being in my belly more than you'll like being in Cthulhu's nightmares or dream state forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be Believe me, I've been there. It's no good. <laughs> it's no fun. My belly will kill you quickly. Hey, you might get lucky. Maybe you'll cut out. If you do Nobody days. knows the inside of uh, Cthulhu like I do. <laughs> and it's not good. <laughs> oh, sweet. All right. All right. Shall we talk about some alternate takes? Because I think they're some of the most fun. Or do we want to do we want to do them? I think we've kind of done the background. Do you want to do? We talked about the St. Martha stuff early on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We did the etymology. Let's um, see. Yeah. So I, 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 I have them all loaded up. If you want me to show them? Yeah, go ahead. Now, I'm going to say what I think is my favorite for last. But here is um, the 5e book of Tara, of Tarask. And I got to share. So bear with me here. Uh, share screen. Share screen. Uh, there we go. And share. So this is the 5e book, book of the Tarask. And tell me if you guys can see this okay. Make it a little bigger. So now this is 5e, but just look at some of the cool things. It says tiered regeneration, which is kind of a balancing act, though that's a little bit of a, a weaker one. Um, tiered regeneration major, look at that. When he gets down to 199, he starts regenerating 80 hit points around. Um, regeneration constant, regenerates 60 hit points around. <laughs> um, he gets the rush and the trample. Uh, I've done this. Um, the Terrasque has a control yeah. entity. One time I had a lich at Gen Con. I ran a Terrasque-based adventure, second edition, high level for 18-plus level characters, and they, they, they were defending a city, and the lich was controlling the Terrasque. The players love that part. That was favorite. Oh, yeah. You still see here. Uh, lightning breath, someone had mentioned in, in the in the uh, chat there for a breath weapon, not bad. Um what else? Dispelling. Oh, you find the dispelling? Yeah. <laughs> Rubble throw, so you can't get far away from it. That's pretty boss. I'm going too fast? Tourette's? No. Okay, let me scroll up here a little more. I think that was it. I think that was some of his big ones that he listed. But that but that uh, lightning breath was dispelling. Does that mean oh. what I think it means? 
Oh, let's see. So it, it casts, it, it shoots you with lightning and then it dispels stuff. Your magic. <laughs> Hosiery. Complete hoser. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it was an old old school dispel magic effect, it would it would affect all of them and uh, all your magic, not just. I know they weakened it uh, in later editions to just take out the take out one effect. Yeah, but. I don't know if this right here is the official five E Terrasque. He doesn't look too imposing to me. But twenty five armor class. And well, it's five. It's five E stats, so they're all weenie fied. So they are. He has magic resistance against all spells, reflective carapace. So look scary. at the hit points. Six hundred seventy six. Yeah, it's it's an odd number. Yes, it, it's almost like they wanted to say six hundred and sixty six, but said, "Nah, let's make it seventy six because you know." Here's you know Screw that! I would never run. Why I mentioned the hit dice? The tear. I like the D twenty part. I would give homie. Uh, 990. I give me max hit points. I would never roll for the Terrasque hit points. I'm sorry. I don't care what the book says. If I knew the hit dice, and this is what I mean back in the day, dragons, I love mostly uh, max hit points. So, yeah. Well, the other thing is it shouldn't be variable necessarily because there's only one. And it, you know, how is a single creature or unique creature's hit points variable uh, unless, you know, maybe he has indigestion this time you meet him or maybe he just had a big fight and he's kind of wounded a little bit. But the maximum hit points for this guy, dude should be the max, like you said. Just give him 990. T-shirt says he uses D20 hit po- for hit points. Yes, sir, he does. <laughs> and he should. I think in all versions of the game, he should. He should be. I mean, it shouldn't be uncommon for him to have a couple of thousand hit points. I don't care. Well, I think if you're running a, a an earlier edition game, that would be – you would definitely be putting him way out of even the highest level PC's abilities because, yeah. you know, 1,000 hit points as a first edition AD&D party, you send yeah. up, you, you cha- face something with 1,000 hit points, you're, you know, you're not, you're not knocking them down anytime soon. He's going to have lots of attacks. Dude, look like I like Darth's idea because I've always liked him as a force of nature too, Darth. He says, as a force of nature, force of nature, I like the idea of his presence causing atmospheric anomalies, random call lightnings. Oh yeah, dude, I like the cut. They had Godzilla doing that in some of the older movies, I think. Sure, he's so dang big. Looks I mean, like- um, I think I think one of the the um, original movies with Godzilla as he was coming in from the ocean because that's it, he was born in the ocean from. Um, from uh, toxic sludge, I think something like that. Mm-hmm. From a uh, um, radioactive um, waste of some kind. Right. Um, when it came out of the water, I think it caused like uh, some kind of a tsunami or flooding or what? What along the coast? So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Martinson re- reminded me of the mythic game I ran at CabinCon, where I used a controlled version of the of the Terrasque. I had Ayu slay the Terrasque, the old one. Then he bound Orcus inside of the terrace carapace and created a golem undead type golem bouncing around the realms, just killing stuff and had a radius of undead uh, creation as the people fell, they were created. Go ahead. T-shirt. Read the t-shirt, Joe. Uh, some uh, from t-shirt historian. Someday I'm going to run Godbound. I've seen that referred to, but I'm not sure exactly what it is. And the players will go through the tomb of horrors. And eventually fight the Terrasque all in one day. 
Wow. But these are demigods. So maybe God bound you roll with demigods. God bound they- is Kevin Crawford's game along the lines of stars without numbers, world without numbers, but meant for super epic play. Oh, okay. Kevin, gotta, Kevin Crawford. Crawford. Yeah. He did stars without numbers. I've got both of those beautiful books. I don't know. Okay. We need so- to play it at some point. Yeah. Right, Martinson. Born from atomic testing in the Pacific. Yes. Yeah. Um, let because, me of course, back then, you know, um, no one was, uh, everyone was down on uh, nuclear power, nuclear right. everything. Right. Let me find another. Um, am I sharing this one now? Maybe not. Nope. Nothing's being shared except your face. Okay. Hold on. Let me see here. Uh, Shh. Chrome tab. There we go. Uh, from GM Binder. This is an alternate take on the Terrasque for 5E. I think I'm sharing now. Yes. This is interesting, and this is pretty pretty boss. Um, he uses a little bit of the being feared by the powers, unhinged destruction, um, and he goes about ways to stop it and send it back. But, boy, you look at these 5E stats – I'm telling you, the Titan King of Annihilation. Is that big enough? Should I make it bigger to read? 1,165 hit points. 50d20. Yeah. (laughs) 40 strength. Yeah, homie's rolling in. It's pretty awesome there. Uh, Reflective Carapace. Listen to this. Reflective Carapace. Anytime the Terrasque is targeted by a magic missile spell, a line spell, or a spell that requires a ranged attack roll, Roll a D12. On a 1 to 10, the Terrasque is unaffected. On an 11 or 12, the Terrasque is unaffected, and the effect is reflected back at the caster. <laughs> That's a callback to an earlier version of that where they used D6. Yeah. So, yes, they're de- they're just not affected, but sometimes it's bad for you, too. Yeah, if, if he's tar- here's a restorative existence. No form of attack can suppress the Terrasque regeneration. It regenerates even if disintegrated or slain by a death effect. The Terrasque fails a save against an effect that would kill it instantly. It rises from death three rounds later with one hit point. And if no no further damage is inflicted upon it, it can be banished, wished, or otherwise transported as a means to save a region. A region. But the method to truly kill it has yet to be discovered. That's a pretty good interpretation. I like defeating it, not actually killing it. Yeah, but you put his <laughs> remains in a in a um, portable hole or something like that in a in a um, in a, in a, another pocket dimension. Yep. Maybe have something that constantly makes it have like just under just not just under one hit point, so it's never never wakes up. Yeah. Oh. God, this is an interesting t-shirt. I've always wondered. He says, pick up Scarlet Heroes. That's another one of Kevin Crawford's rule sets. Even mm. the free version, you'll be so happy you did. I should check that out. Kind of a, is it kind of a Beck me take? Probably. All his other stuff is, as yeah. far as I remember. Although I wonder what um we'll have to pick up I have to pick up God was it God bound or God, God bound, yeah. God bound. Okay. I still I don't think I have got um worlds without number yet. It's really so he stars. He has stars without number and worlds without number. God bound. And what was this thing that you just put up or just referred to? Scarlet uh, heroes. Scarlet heroes. Okay. And most of Kevin's stuff, you can get a small free PDF of it on online. You can get the free PDF that gives you some of the basic rules, and you can get a feel for the the rules. I'm not sure how much I like his rule set. 
But again, I can't judge because I haven't played it yet. So I can just look at the books and go, wow, they're beautiful. And I haven't found a copy of Godbound. I think Godbound's kind of a was a low print run and it's kind of hard to find unless you got to go to do you got to go to RPG mate well do you got to go to Big Geek Emporium to get it Probably. at some point <laughs> at some point you'll have well to. that's if Kevin Crawford puts his stuff on my uh, side well, you know t-shirts he's he's like he's tight he's like this with Kate with Kay Crawford so he'll, he'll hook us up <laughs> K, KC get KC on my site yeah we gotta have the KC so, so here's a little. Um, let you me. Got a, you got a cookies uh, message. Yes. Here. No, thank you, cookie. This is my favorite Terrasque, but it's mainly because of what he can do. So those that don't know 13th Age rules, it doesn't seem that great. Plus nine, plus 19 is pretty good. Check the damage out. Uh, they do uh, constant damage. You don't roll dice for damage. 155 damage. Cataclysmic tail slap. All kinds of sweet awesomeness for the Terrasque. Legendary resistance. Oh, Julie, the legendary resistance is pretty boss. Uh, you, you can only get it. It's only affected, Joe, by any kind of condition if you burn a five or a six on your relationship point. I can't support effort. Right. You have to get effort from that to pull that off. 13th age, that means that's really hard to handle. That's so you'd already have to have a five or a six. Yeah. So if you started the session and nobody has a five or a six, mm-hmm. then you're not beating it. I thought it was funny that they put the nasty, nastier specials of fear. I think that would be default, and I would not even think about it. The Terrace would absolutely get the both of those powers. Regeneration, 230 hit points per round. Yeah, but fewer than 216 hit points. Yeah. Well, that's that's probably 10th. Uh, most characters. <laughs> most That's almost all levels of character. Because yeah. you don't have lots of hit points in this But I game. believe a paladin at 10th level can cut down on the fear issues for people. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, but you're right. It is pretty. It's a little overboard, but I'm okay with that. I do like the fact that when the Terrasque is finally killed, all that really happens is he, he lumbers off. I don't know if it says it in there. It does in the, in the main book. He lumbers off and just finds a place to hide. So in other words, you literally can't kill it. The best you can do is send it back to his hiding hole. Yeah, that's 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 one way to interpret the the uh, uh, Terrasque instead of doing the whole wish, beat it down, do a wish. You just you know all you do is send it back to sleep. You don't yeah. really kill it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I know we're not ranking them yet. We've done a couple of monsters at this point. We've done um, let's see, we've done the undead, corporeal, and un- incorporeal, uh, and I think. The Terrace. Is that the only three we've done? Is that three monster mashes? I should number this one. I think it's only three. Something like that. Yeah. The Terrace has got to appear in my top ten monsters. He's just too cool. I don't know how we can't have him in there. But anywho. It cannot be without him. No. It, possible. I think yeah. it's probably non binary. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> Which gender makes him- gender non conforming. Yes. And that's what makes him so powerful. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be uh, stunning and brave. He's a stunning and brave monster. <laughs> stunning, oh, yeah. stunning. I agree. He doesn't have to be very brave. He doesn't. He doesn't need bravery. No. <laughs> no. No. It, I'm not sure what it operates under, but bravery probably isn't the right description. Nah, he'd be like, I just do what I do, yo. I do what I do. Yeah. 
So shall we want to move on to the my Venger? Let's move on to Venger Venger Con. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold yes, on, hold on. Do it. We are in between. We're in the in between times right now, okay. which means I'm hitting you with a subscribe. Do yeah, it now. Um, if you haven't done it now before now, now is a good time. So now, how about let's see? Let's see where we are at. Oh, this is the wrong. This is the wrong page. Oh, I'm floundering. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to bring up um, our thing. Okay. We were at 3.03 before we started. Let's see what happened. What happened? What happened? What happened? Um, nothing. 3.03. That's pretty good. That's good. I'll take it. 300 means we can um, have our um, videos automatically backed up. Um over at um, Odyssey, all oh, the okay. stuff except for videos to two hours and uh, longer, which is a lot of our stuff. So it won't right. it won't capture everything. No capturing. Yeah. Okay. Hey, look at this! Look at this, Shauner. Been waiting for the VengerCon stuff. Oh, I hope it's good, Sean. I hope you don't hate it. So, me and three of our buddies road trip to Madison from here in Michigan. Took about seven hours. Some slow going. Uh, nice little town, good little location, the Double Tree uh, on the east side of Madison. And we rolled in there on Thursday morning. I can't recall if we met anybody there. I don't think so. But before we went there, we stopped off at Lake Geneva. So hmm. why did we do that? Well, two things. I'm not a huge fan of Lanasa, but I had to see the Dungeon Hobby Shop. And Just from the outside? We went in. Didn't I didn't spend any money there. But I had to take a look at it. It was free to look around. They have to pay it all. Um, I guess I want to try to do... Is it the picture you showed with the dragon head? Yeah. Okay. So let me... Um, Got to say the building... No, it's just a house that they turned into. Yeah. Thing. So let me yeah, find so. This is the outside of the Dungeon Hobby Shop, for those who haven't seen it. Um, I might make it a little bigger. And that's actually close to where we parked. Um, but that's that's the entryway up that ramp. And that was pretty cool. Um, let's see. How do I switch this around? If I just take out, it kicks me out. Crap. Is there a way to switch those pics without me coming out of the share screen, Joseph? You'd have to alt tab. I'm not sure you have a you have your funny um, Apple device there, so I'm not sure yes. what they do. So this is the case of awesomeness. Ah, so pictures pixelating. Agreed. Agreed. At the very top. Um, is in center is a uh, wood grain box. Now the young man that was there claimed they paid ten grand for that box. I believe being wood grain that makes it one of the first of the thousand that Gary. Um, yeah, I'm a Max user, Shauner. Yes, and uh, oh, he is too, I think. So anyway, um, anyway, they, he claimed that was it and is worth twenty thousand now. I don't know. If you look mm. in the second row, there's a white box. Third row, there's a white box. So he had quite the collection. Then the first uh, edition books. He even has a collection of all the minis. You see the tiny books? Can you see that down at the very oh, bottom? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's the tiny books. Those are kind of neat. He showed us the monster manual. It was neat to see that. I kind of I kind of enjoyed those. And the and the place has a several little, you know, uh, old school like letters from Gary and stuff. So they they definitely got some of the sweet stuff. It was very, very nostalgia-esque. Um, let me see here. Then this is the one I really liked. 
the first issue of Dragon Magazine. That was on the wall. I asked the young man if it was for sale, and he said, uh, go ahead. Technically, it's called The Dragon. Right. The Dragon. It, it didn't get called Dragon Magazine for a few, several issues after that. I'm not sure when that started, but it was called The Dragon. Yeah. Um, I thought The Dragon and the mini books were the coolest. I remember when the mini books came out, and I'm like, why would I want to buy a tiny little books? But uh, <laughs> The Dragon, Volume 1, Issue 1, pretty sweet. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. He said everything in there was technically for sale, which sounds like that crew. <laughs> this young man, I don't think he was part of the creative process, but he was. Um, was it including him? <laughs> <laughs> How much for you, young man? <laughs> everything here is for sale. What about you? I'm kind of hungry. I'm kind of. You look tasty, says the trollish old man. I, I I need a um I need a little I need a servant. <laughs> you, know, you could you could uh, iron my clothes and you know make sure everything's ready for me. Yeah, what did uh, what did Kill Raven say here? Seeing that makes me sad. My copy, oh, your copy of a f- first issue of a Dragon Magazine went away. Or Dragon. Oh, that is sad. that stinks. Yeah, but uh, that stinks. we walked down the street and it was literally like I don't know thirty yards from where we were at was because that was the first building where TSR I think started the company and then across the street a little bit was Gary's house. And we went in to check that. We didn't get to go. We didn't go in the lady that owns it. Now we'll do free tours, but you have to, you have to um, request them. This is, uh, let's see the, one of the views of the house, really pretty small. Um, and mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was kind of cool, but thinking that he had five kids, Ah, that's a little, uh, that's a little, uh, crazy for that. Um, then I liked, um, this, this is what I share, share everything on Facebook. There's a window shot where she had a little dragon in the window. I think this is it. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. there was a dragon there. Um, here, I'm clicking all this. But anyway, that was that was pretty cool. And and, and they had a little flyers there outside on on a little, uh, table that you could take. I've got one. I didn't, um. I don't think I have it handy, so I can't show that little flyer. But yeah, it was it was just kind of neat to see it. Um, you know, it was kind of a a bucket list thing to do. So I have to admit, I, I did uh, I did quite um, quite enjoy that part. It was a um, very nostalgic um, and kind of a cool little thing to do. But uh, then we got to VengerCon, and when we got there, the hotel was very nice. Uh, they had the pool and all that stuff. That was good. We didn't want to stay for that. We had two rooms. Um, we uh, did stay till about 10.30 a.m. on Sunday. Then we left. They game till I think, 4 on Sunday. 25 or 26 attendees over the couple of days. I think on Saturday was the, was the largest day. Um, there was – I ran OSE two sessions about four hours long. I'm going to interrupt right quick. Here, go ahead. Okay, one – how can how well can you hear me right here? Does it sound muffled? I hear it fine. Um, how much was the ticket? Hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah, but you know it was. Yeah, I think I talked to Edgar. <laughs> I talked. Yeah, Sean or Stephen Gagaslan didn't get yelled at to get off. Yeah, you could. Uh, I think the lady was pretty chill about stuff. I didn't see her, but I didn't. I mean, there was not like a big crowd or anything. You could go right up to it. I was wondering if it was fifty or hundred. So 
100. Yeah, he was, okay. he was shooting for 100. He, he he was thinking he'd get 50, and he ended up and ended up with um, uh, 25 or 26. So, but the thing was, and this is where I'm going to give a nod to it being like Cabin Con, it was just a bunch of dudes. And we're hanging out. We got to know each other the first day. I don't know, like six, seven guys within 20 minutes. And we're going to, hey, we're going to get lunch. You want to go? Yeah. I mean, a shout out to some of the guys out there. I mean, it's all guys? Yeah, it was all males. And we had people from as far as with Indianapolis. We had Michigan, of course. And, of course, several from Madison area. We had New York, Philadelphia. Uh, where else? I feel like I'm forgetting somebody else. Rochester, New York, Philadelphia. Oh, San Francisco. So, uh, yeah, quite a quite a eclectic group. It was very cool. yeah. I was impressed. People flew out to it. I think uh, it was very fun. Um, <laughs> House and experience points. Yeah. Achievement unlocked. Yes. The games we played. The games that I saw run and played. I played OSE. I played. Um, DCC quite a bit. Uh, a little shout out to the boy Mike W out there in Philly. He ran some DCC for us. I know, oh gosh, he's watching this. <laughs> I believe after playing, and it's not any fault of Mike's, but I'm putting it in the same category of 13th Age that I think I like it for one shots. Man, there's a lot of tables, Joe. DCC? Oh, for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike did a great job. We had a good time. We did a funnel the first day. Then we went to our first level adventure the next day. And we played for like six hours. I tuckered out. We got tired. We were going to go for eight. I couldn't make it. And um, it's too old. It has a gonzo element. So the but tables dude, add to that. Crazy so, town. Yeah, At yeah. one point, my character, I touched this thing and my body disappeared. And I was just two eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> And I couldn't say a word. I wasn't supposed to talk at all. And I, I didn't even have I didn't even have flesh. So I couldn't like wink and you know stare. And um, um, that's true. Um, Max makes a good point at Legion. DCC is all tables, but there I agree. But when you're playing, holy crap! Constant table reference. So I could roll around in this dungeon. Now I, I could go up walls and under doors, which is kind of cool. But I couldn't make a sound. We did. Finally, one of the players said, hey, why don't you move this way, Randy, if you mean yes, and that way if we mean no. Um, um, oh, hey, I need to shout out Legion of Myth as well. He had oh, us on, had me on last Friday. Oh, cool. On the chill stream, we talked about uh, Big Geek Emporium as well. I don't want to forget that. Cal is uh, tricking me here. I'm not sure what he means here. What, what is number one ho for now? Ho. I don't know. We don't have a number one hoe. No, we treat all holes e all hoes equally. Yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, they're all the same to us. Um, there was at least one or two homebrewed games that folks talked about. I think one or two played. There was a 1984-85 Conan game that a couple of our buddies played in. Venger Venger read like a demon, like six. To was eight it the hours. Conan rules from uh, Chainmail? No, it was like a 1980s Conan, like mid 80s, 88. I think mean, oh, there was oh, a okay. game. Uh, they didn't like it too much. They didn't like the game that much. There was Beck Me and Rule, Cyclopedia Galore. Right. Uh, one guy from San Fran had his own game. He ran for some of the guys. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just really cool. But like every day you'd have lunch, hang out in the evening. Um, oh, Chicago. We had a couple from Chicago. I forgot that. That was our Oaks and uh, Colin uh, from. Uh, from the Dead Game Society. He was a cool cat. A lot of them were cool. They were just good dudes. I tell you what, they would just fit in perfectly. I mean, they would just 
You know, a lot of them are very old, very old school type guys. I know one of them, Oaks, was not, uh, and it's okay. I'm not mad if you're listening. Oaks is completely cool. He prefers mapping, and I didn't map in my game, so that wasn't his favorite. Ah, uh, it needs more Earth Dawn, apparently. <laughs> well, Max, dude, you know how to fix that, don't you? Vengecon 2, homeboy. Yep, yep. Come on over, run it. And, yep. Call him out, yeah. Malachi. Come run it. We'd play if you run so, it. Play. We have to price out our own place here, but if we are going to run our own con, which we've talked about, yep, under the Big Geek banner, right? Um, we can't help but get at least that many people. Oh, we'll get, we'll get. Fit. I mean, I'm not trying to brag and put a little uh, thing on Venger, but we're gonna break that 25. Easy. Okay day one because we got 50 people counting family friends we got people got kids who are players we would have it day one and they're gonna we're gonna i know my wife i've already told her she loves the idea i said but you're helping <laughs> i said you're gonna be helping she goes i'm good with that she'd be happy to get in there and help oh me. yeah you two the anal organizers That's sent right. from heaven i yeah. mean we will get that sh- but venger did a great job <laughs> he came in <laughs> Us. Why is he saying screw us? Legion Myth says to those who are listening and not watching, screw you guys. <laughs> That's a Joe saying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Venger did a good job. Um, and look, I ain't knocking Venger at all. He's a little, he's a little new age for me sometimes. <laughs> he was up there talking about his singles. Oh, hold on. I got to show you. So I, like I told you yeah, guys. He put a picture of one of them on, on, um, yeah, well, on uh, social media somewhere. Here's what he drew for me. On, that looks like an amoeba. <laughs> then I, but dude, it was all right. And here's I bought chalk. Um, Have you I, read it or looked through it I at all? I'm through it first. I didn't want a bunch of porn. I, I don't think there's that much. I don't no, think there's, there's any not. of that in there. I'll say a couple of sexy babes, which is no worse than the other D and D book, and some pretty cool looking stuff. So we'll see. Um, I did buy this, which is which is extreme. The language is harsh, though it's hilarious. Oh, what is Legion saying? Seventy percent of all Friday, uh, a Friday night show stream super chats because um, YouTube takes thirty percent. Oh, uh, will go for giveaway prizes from the Discami Indiegogo fundraiser. The leftover will be a straight donation to Discami. Uh, I I don't know what Discami is. I'll have to look that up. Is that a comic book or is that a uh, RPG? Yeah, I don't know. We'll look it up. Anyway, yeah. so you thumbed through it. You didn't find anything visually upsetting. No, yeah, it was hard to upset me. I was like, I just don't want to have porn in my house. Right, right. This is funny, a little extreme. How to game master like an effing boss. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Same oh, thing the guy's that. small mouth, so it's uh, anime RPG. Uh, and this is the first edition of his Crimson Dragon Slayer RPG. So... I'm going to look at that. He's got, it looks pretty basic and simple, but you know, it was like 10 bucks for each one of those paperbacks and 30 for Chalt. And you know what? I just want to help Venger out, man. Sure. Sure. Screw the man. He's getting, he's getting screwed by drive through. Red room is getting screwed by drive through. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to buy some of their stuff too. Probably. Um, One of the guys there, I believe this is the, I believe this is the San Fran guy. And he has a two YouTube, so I'll, I'll shout him out here. Dream of the Dragon. That's really hard to read, but he's got a, his own RPG. Now I don't get, 
I got to dive gotta, into it. Dream of the you Dragon. You got to center your stuff up there, dude. Just all off to the, okay. the right. <laughs> How's that? There you go. <laughs> Dream, of, Dream the Dragon of the Dragon by Ivan Richmond. He has a he says, YouTube site. Does he have a, you know, if he has a website that can be downloaded from? I don't know. He has this. Oh, there. There's that. What am I? Okay. Anyway, but Ivan was yeah. a pretty good cat. I don't quite understand the game. It says Dream of the Dragon is a rules light RPG making RPG. I don't know. But uh, anyway, he's from San Fran, man. You know, give him a break. He's struggling. <laughs> he's struggling. <laughs> they, they, they put the screws to their people out there. They do, man. But he was a good cat. Um, so yeah, the gaming was, was off the, off the hook, off the chain, whatever the hell that means for the young kids. It was cool. Um, I would say VentureCon 2 is very likely, though he's going to be given an announcement next week. I think it felt like CabinCon, because like I said, we were all hanging out together. Um, I did put some pics on our website, web page. Did I put it on our website page, Joe? I think I did. Did, oh, did I you do what? Oh, did I put some of those pics on the website, um, our website? No, no, because you can't. Um, Joe does not allow me to do stuff. Um, I believe uh, you put him on Facebook, though. Okay. You put him on, that's the only social media thing that you have available to you. Right. Joe won't allow me to do nothing. Well, you don't want to Twitter. I don't. I really don't. I'll let Joe tweet for me. You're not much of a masochist. We did need cards, though. Several folks, and we talked about having cards made. I should have really gone after that because several folks, hey, you got a card? But I wrote, you know, I friended them all and I sent them a, you know, we changed phones. I told you about the two guys that are interested in helping you if you need it. Mm -hmm. uh, what they call it? It could be that some of those guys, uh, through whatever you did, um, <laughs> uh, your efforts there, um, upped our uh, subscriber count here on YouTube. It's could quite be. possible. It's possible. We were, I had a little, um, a little stand with um oh crap let's see if i got it little, yeah. made a little paper yeah. tent Hold on a paper tent well i went a little fancier i went to staples and bought this uh this will really excite people this is so fun i went to staples and bought this little plastic stand uh and put uh ooh, there we go big e comporting is coming ooh. games of your making check us out website YouTube. The other side was, and it's one of these little doohickeys that's got the Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Base. The other side was my adventure. Gotcha. So, but um, one guy guessed, guessed the module that I was basing my adventure on, which was uh, Amber. Cassidy. Oh, yeah. All you have to do, for people who are, you know, you know, geeked out like us, all yeah. you have to do is mention a few of the names and then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but Don't I reveal. Yeah, they, I had some good ideas. I winged things as I went and did kind of off the cuff. It was fun. Yeah, Josh did suggest that. He did. The having cards? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. but oh, um, but suggested the, this thing. Oh, oh, oh. Because we know. talked about cards. I think what it ended up being is by the time we it dawned on us that we should have some business cards out there, it was kind of too late to get them, get them printed out. Yeah, I was, I was very – I was pleased. I mean, I was very pleased with it. I think – for a small group of guys, they all kind of knew us. The first day, me and the other three guys all wore the biggest Giga shirts, so we were representing. So it was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I don't a, have that shirt on right now, but no, but yeah. Vince, it's Vince, a good. It's, oh, we actually have the same shirt on. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> 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 that's funny. The faded one, not the really cool one that they uh, 
fixed for us. Yeah. Mine didn't. Mine held up pretty well in the wash uh, compared to some of the other guys. The original one did. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Our buddy Patrick makes these T-shirts every year, and this past year was. And but the guys that made the T-shirts, the printing press, they were super cool. They replaced yeah. all the ones that were junked up. So I use this as a workout shirt or a work around the house shirt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's about it. Any questions you had for me about about VentureCon? Or somebody in the chat well, has you, a question you, I can tell them? Well, I'll start because um, I'm I'm above the chat. Correct. So, so um, God, yeah. God Emperor of Biggest Geekest. <laughs> so um you you try you you said you were going to try to have a drink with him, but you ended up you said you would just talk to him. A <laughs> yeah, we bit. just chatted for a little bit, and he told mm-hmm. me in regards to running a con, the hotel was cool. Uh, hope I'm not sharing too much, but Venger said um, he had originally had four ballrooms prepared, um, and he noticed near the end, like a few weeks away, you know, dang, I'm only going to have enough people for two, and he was worried about the cost. He had more room set aside. The hotel was super cool. Two weeks away, they still said, fine, won't charge it. Don't worry about it. So they backed off. Uh, so he, he didn't have to pay for it all up front and then hope that he got enough people to come. I think he did, yes. Oh. Right. Well, no, not fully because they right. backed things off. So, But he had to He had to, he had probably give his credit card to say, hey, you're holding this. If we get left holding the bag, you get left holding the bag. Not yeah, us. sure, sure, sure. But the other took, thing, um, did, I've been told that if you um, – get rooms at a uh, get the ballrooms and whatnot conference Locked. rooms at a hotel mm-hmm. uh that they insist that you eat their food did they did not in oh. fact they offered us free they had water is all they offered so we could bring our own snacks in we did not oh that's cool but there was a restaurant right across the way so a lot of guys did there i didn't think the food was that impressive for the price so we went out every night for supper um but um well yeah. the best thing to do when you go to these long things is um Try well. You're in a hotel. It's hard to store food, yeah. but if you can, um, buy your own and bring it. Because I took some for lunch. I ate yeah. lunch in in my room every day. I uh, went out on the other times. Um, I thought um, Benjamin told me too that he did have to look around. He checked out three, four, five places. Um, I mean, he's in San Francisco. Who's he talking about? The 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 game that you held up the paper. Yeah. That's San Francisco. The guy, the dragon, yeah, the dragon, the fellow who does that is in San Francisco. I believe that's the one. Ivan can correct me, but uh, I think he was the one that. Hey, I don't think we answered that, but I think we mentioned it. Oh, Um, how much does number one, the dragon number one, go for now? Uh, I know that uh, it was mentioned that they bought it for. You said ten thousand. No, no, no. That was that was the boxed. uh, yeah. The wood grain box. I don't no. think you mentioned how much he he paid for the dragon number one. No, um, I, I imagine it's. Uh, yeah, I don't. I doubt it's ten thousand, but it's probably oh, no, more. probably a couple hundred. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. I'm trying to do a quick search here. I don't know, dragon. Right. So mm. we. So as far as VengerCon goes, it was fun. Yeah, and it you met some like new folks. Yeah, I met some uh-huh. new folks. I mean, these guys, I would they'd come to CabinCon anytime. We we would have a good time with these dudes. Cool. Well, if that many people came to CabinCon, we'd have to get a new venue because there's no way we could fit fifty people there. No. I mean, not without um Karen um acquiescing to campers or tents or something like that, because right. you know, there's absolutely not enough space in or I mean, there would be a lot of weird things happening if, you know, all the beds were doubled up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, uh, we kind of said, "Oh, 
fifteen hundred bucks on eBay. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of cash. So that's I'll, I'll, I'll find a PDF. Thank you. No, I, I'm not paying that much. <laughs> Might even be able to convince Lulu to print it. Uh, you probably, you know what? Unless you're Legion of Myth. He has, he's had some run-ins with Lulu <laughs> recently. If you, searched, if you searched around, you could probably find someone selling off a bundle of those magazines for a much better price, including number one. Now, yeah. to what quality? I don't know. So who knows? That's what that was a quick search on eBay. I don't know what they wanted. I, I didn't offer it. I knew it'd be something ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like it was catered or anything like that. No, there wasn't, no. there wasn't a uh, vendor hall, but all, uh, several of the folks there had some of their own things to, you know, kind of, Hey, this is what I have. And well, whatnot. I've run a small, a small con at my college. And I don't know if you weren't around here then. No, well, I was not. First couple of years I moved to Michigan and I had two vendors. It was easy. It was two game store guys. I knew a comic shop owner nearby, you know, him also another one. They showed up with stuff, had product. One of them offered product for prizes for games. He was really cool. You know who it is, a comic guy. He's an awesome guy. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you we could get him and probably a couple of folks around a couple of game stores nearby to probably show up and uh, be a little vendor hall. Should we have a big, biggest geekest type con? What? Ah. Well, Legion had some issues with Lulu, so uh, you are not allowed to print a product or IP you don't own, whether you purchase the PDF or not. Well, they're not really enforcing that. So like he says, uh, apparently people have been using Lulu to print PDFs that they've bought on drive-thru because it can be a little cheaper and easier to deal with, I guess, for some people. Oh, I see. uh, Than dealing with um, drive-thrus printing thing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I know, uh, I can't remember it was craft, Matt, crafty, Matt, mm-hmm. um, displaying all of his, uh, he would get a PDF and then he would get it printed a particular way where it'd have this, the, the plastic, um, spiral thing going through it. And, um, he, a couple of different uh, IPs that he doesn't own. So, oh yeah. They, they terminated his account for doing it. So maybe maybe you're like the harbinger of doom for everybody who does that. <laughs> Hopefully not. I don't know why they would single you out unless unless somebody, some of these, uh, oh, what's the word that I heard today? Uh, danger hair <laughs> individuals uh, put a bug in somebody's butt for you. Oh, I, I believe you, Max. Oh, I believe you for, fully, yeah. Yeah, Steve Jackson Games has a fact on their storefront, says Maliki, about printing through Lulu. Oh, well, I wouldn't be shocked if SJW Games yeah. was, was like that. Yeah. But um, I will say this. I think VengerCon was awesome. Dudes, we played. We had – it was – there was at least two games going on all the time, often four. And two in one side, and they had beautiful dividers. Now, we'd be looking for that. So some things I didn't have to ask Venger about because I just saw what he did and said, this is a good – This is. I think I have some idea for things that would be good for a venue should we get a Biggest Geekest type con going. And uh, I, I, I hope he has another one. I don't know if I can make it next year, especially if we get ours rolling. I won't make it because ours will probably be around that time. Or I, can't do, I can't do that many cons. I can't do Cabin Con and our con and Venger con. I'm not going to spend that kind of money. So – no, if we end up doing our own con, we'll have to just do that and, and cabin con. I'll try to do it. Get away with it. 
I'll try to have it on a different weekend than VengerCon and try to get Venger down. Oh I'm yeah, like, we'll 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 coordinate that. It I'm would it would be a folks. Like, we well, won't like worry to about. I get a bunch of our folks here down here. That'd be fun. I'd love to have that. What so. do you think about um, bumping heads with Gen Con? Who gives a crap? Well, I mean, so, I get do we, it. Don't we still have a few people who want to go? We do. Still? We do. I guess for our people that still go, we got some homies that are going this year. Um, I, I don't, I won't try. I'm not going to try to bump heads with Gen Con or any con. I'm going to try to pick our own weekend. Um, it's going to be difficult, but we'll try. Yeah, we'll try to pick something reasonable. Lulu, uh, Legion of Myth again. Lulu didn't limit it to SJ games. I'm not saying don't try. Use it if you can, but just be warned in case Lulu gets a wild hair. Does yeah. Staples get all upset if you take a PDF that you bought and print it out? One yeah, I, I would imagine Staples prices are higher. Oh, copy? That's weird. Okay. Well, that's the thing. It's a copyright issue. So if they if they just say you, you hand them a um, like a uh, a thumb drive and you say, hey, can you print this thing out? If they don't really look too hard, they probably will, especially if it's if it's set, if it's all the settings are, are good enough for them to just plug and play. But, oh. Yes, they, yes, do, they do. What? Is what? that staples? They'll print your PDFs? You better be careful. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. I, I think. Either, that, like, you think Venger what? VengerCon was a great success, and I think we could we could mimic that uh, definitely. Um, we could beat we, we'll beat the attendance with just our friends, right? Now whether we can get it for Avenger ran it for three days, two and a half days really, Friday, Saturday, and part of Sunday. I think that would be a smart move for us. Friday, maybe even like Friday, Saturday, and just a little bit of Sunday or whatever. We can do the whole day because we're going to be nearby, but we can do whatever. Um, I was surprised he had so many folks across that, but Venger's got a got a bit of a following. People that are you know. Oh sure, sure, yeah, he has a following. So that would be cool. I would love to. Be I mean, I'm surprised he didn't get more than 25, uh, but. Um, I think it went down kind of rapidly and it's fairly close to Gen Con. So people are still, I, you know, folks, you might like Gen Con still, but the folks that run it for most of the folks that are here, hate you. they don't like you very much. Yeah. But I get it. Do, do what you want. Um, it's, it's probably a way for a lot of you to, to hook up with friends that you have made at Gen Con's past. So I get that. And it can um, be fun. Don't get me wrong. It still can yeah, be fun. Yeah. I've never been, so it's not a loss for me. I've already given it up. I'm after the BIPOC room this year. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that T-shirt had Venger on, and I already mentioned that he's kind of a he's a pariah in the Madison area. A lot of folks just, which I don't. Which if you meet the man, I don't get it. I mean, I don't get it at all. You know, he's he doesn't come off as even remotely like in your face about his conservative values. So I don't get it. I guess it's just literally. how big is Madison. Uh, 200, ooh, wait a minute. Is it 200,000 people? It's kind of big. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I mean, is it bigger than Bay City? I'm almost positive. Gen, according to Shauner, Gen Con is all gay. J-E-G-H-E-Y. I know what you're doing there, buddy. Gen Con is all gay now, just like Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. Um, population about 270, 270,000. So, yeah, it's bigger than... Yeah, Bay City's only what thirty five. Yeah, yeah, it's big, but it's it's a kind of big college. UW is there. So okay, 
how is it that oh one, dig our man i didn't know that we should make it there his friends and him started a conference oh, lansing in lansing called spartacon uh are you still going dude we should come down then when is it going for that 30 cool. years at cool. some point i'll be able to do that kind of stuff but right yeah. now it's kind of difficult anyway mm-hmm. pundit in a city of 200 plus thousand people he can't get around without getting crap uh, that's hard to believe Who, pundit? did you say did you say pundit or venger no, no, you know he's he's not well liked in the gaming community around there. Venger or pundit? Venger. Oh, the- oh, oh, oh. Oh, I don't think he's not like I. Well, I know that one game store has said he can't come. In. I know he can't run his games at one of the game stores. Sure, sure, but it's a big town. It's no, there's no reason he can't um, move around without getting. Oh no, he's issues. Not, he's not being pitchforked. I'm just saying maybe I misspoke. He said. His 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 name is kind of mud in that area as far as game goes. The game community. Game. So he, he's uh, not getting a lot of locals there. But to be fair, Wisconsin's full of game stores. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it has more game stores in that state than anywhere else in the country. Oh. I mean, it's the home of gaming, dude. That yeah, Minnesota, I guess so. That, that makes Minnesota, sense. Minnesota. So I don't so know. I would say we can get depending on scheduling, we should be able to get 50 people to at least come by for one day, at least maybe a hundred. I think we could. Yeah. We'll see. You know, Venger thought that too, but you know what? If we got 50, I'd be thrilled. Well, I think we have something. He didn't. Me. We don't have, we're okay. Good point. Yeah. No, he didn't have me. Well, we don't. Okay. So there is a segment of the gaming community that probably looks at us like we're Nazis. There are. I've read the reviews. Um, lo, for a local local review, local reviewers. No, just on. Uh, I was talking about our uh, reviews on, on iTunes, on three, iTunes three, reviews. Three right. What I'm saying is, there's some local mm-hmm. local gamers here that don't they don't they think we're yes, in that crowd, true. but I think they're not in the majority of gamers. I agree. So Dude. if we run a con. Especially if we don't put our faces on. If we just call it something, um, well, we're going to call it Big Geek Con anyway, so right, they're going to know. Small college. Yeah. You don't, you don't think I have gamers in my class? Sure, sure. And so I'll totally pimp it out to them. Especially if we wait till if we do it next year, not this year, Ooh, right now. Check this out from Maliki. I'd never heard of that. Oh my goodness! And what does Shoner mean? Um, just in the con, he's banned pretty much. Oh, from like a what conventions have banned him, Shoner? Hmm, interesting. Wow, they burnt the chalk books. I can't believe that. Malachi said that. That's ridiculous. What a bunch of douche nozzles. Wow. Someone had to have bought them first. That's oh. really dumb. Might as well burn your money. That's du- that's stupid. It's <laughs> stupid and weak. Both. Because oh, well. the game store has to buy the books. Right, yeah. they get they get them at a discount, but yeah. <laughs> Venger is not wanted in cons, the gay ones, right? <laughs> gay ones, which is most of them, most the big them. ones, the big ones. Yeah, not the ind- not many. Well, some of the independent ones too, but yeah, not not. Uh, yeah, there's a few. He would and definitely he, he would definitely be welcome. Should we get one up and? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So and everyone listening and watching, and even if you are a lefty, I don't care. Come on. And I'm sure with just 25 people, it was probably still not a big deal as far as family. If you if someone had brought their kids, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Oh, Malachi said the store bought. Oh, Malachi says the store bought them from him to sell, and instead of getting a refund, they burned them. <laughs> whatever, dude. If I'm Benjamin, I'm like, do whatever. Thanks for the money, dumb. Thanks for the money. <laughs> so yeah, um, w- would it have been fine for families to have been there? Right. Well, Adventure Adventure Con. Yes. So well, it wasn't an issue. I was not in Avengers games. I know mm-hmm. that in my game was very fam- family friendly. Um, but the environment. I mean, it's not like it, it's not a con environment like the Gen Con, right? I think but, I feel like that environment probably was better for eighteen plus. Mm-hmm. Just because the way the guys when they had drinks, they went across to have drinks. I thought it was a little more adult, but it wasn't like anything extreme. When you played, it was, you know. It, it, I guess you could have had young ones there. We didn't have any young kids. I'd, I'd be shocked if anybody was, was underneath 25. Was under 25. So, well, doesn't mean they weren't, but. There's some examples. There's some counter examples to that. Right. But a lot, to, a lot of publicity is good. Yeah. Yeah. Because Shauna says any publicity is good publicity, but. Maybe. Anyway. So, VengeCon was a success. You had a good time. Good time. Learned some up. things for us to run our own con here um, because we do plan on doing that under the Big Geek banner. Yep. Um, so, I would uh, love sp- for it to happen next year. But we'll see. Yeah. Once uh, Big Geek Emporium is up and, and rolling, which hopefully will happen in a few weeks. Yes. Um, yes. Um, we may be, if, if it's good enough success, we might be able to subsidize part of running the con. Wouldn't so. that be cool? Yeah. Otherwise, we got a lot of people that would help us out probably for free. Well, you know, we've got the pe- people are going to have to buy tickets. It's not going to be free attendance. Well, no, but if we got our friends helping out at the con, they don't have to pay to come. That would be weird. Mm. You're going to charge our friends if they help us out at the con? Probably. <laughs> You're a dirty dog. Oh, sorry. <laughs> dirty dog Emperor Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't have, if we got 50 people there, 25 of them aren't going to be free. No, you know, that's just no. not, it won't work. I mean, we'll no, have to, yeah. you have to have enough yeah. people pay for it to make, to pay for the venue. But I think I can, we can unless we do it in a pole barn. <laughs> in the backyard. Be sweet. Yeah. Okay, cool. You ready to move on to the last little segment here? Is Max gone? I hope he isn't. Cause I got a bone to pick with Mr. Liao. Yeah. So, Let's see. We we are in the random geek, you know, the um, nerd topics. The first thing we're going to talk about is um, total total party skills mm-hmm. has a video out. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have the link in the show notes, mm-hmm. and the video is basically a rant. What was the title of it? Uh, Mega. Like a mega, mega rant or something like yeah. that. And, okay. you know, uh, hold on, hold on. I've got, yeah, um, amazing. He calls his own thing amazing. Mm-hmm. What's amazing is that he still points his nostrils at the camera, but <laughs> amazing TTRPG D&D mega rant. Right. Uh, from July 24th. Um, and I got to, I don't even want to put it up on the screen because his nostrils are, are 
are offensive to me. <laughs> anyway, um, in it, he he uh, rants about D&D still being a thing, calls it a, a child's game. Um, it's oh, an old game. Why are we all still talking about it? But he has to talk about it or else he won't get any views or whatever. I mean... Yeah, he's dude. He only he he only has five hundred subscribers. It's not like he has a big channel. He's well, whatever he does isn't attracting that many people. We only have three hundred, but I mean he's been around a lot longer than us. I, actually, I always I like to listen to his new ones, and I'm trying to put a finger. Um, I'm I hate to be too hard on him. Um, I try to put a finger on what I don't like, but him calling D and D childish. Look. You can think that if you want to, but I looked it up. Even 5e, only 40% of the players are 25 or under. That means 60% are older than 25. I would call that an adult by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I, and look, I, I generally like the guy, but I think this time is, I think he just, maybe he's literally angry that everybody talks about D&D, but dude, I can't help it. It's the king. Right. You know? He does right. say that. So Legion says, I don't mess with people's channel size. Right, right. I get that. What I'm saying is, is he is complaining that he has to talk about D&D mm-hmm. in order to maintain his following when. Maybe I don't think that's true. I mean, maybe he does, but maybe that's because he doesn't have a lot of other interesting things to talk about. Um, we 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 focus on D&D because that's what we know. Yeah, and, right. and, Max, and Max is right. They do cover the movie, and they do refute a lot of what he says. And I'm not, I'm not mad at him, but I just don't know why he's got. I can't figure him out because sometimes I think he tries to be. I don't know. But he will have. Okay, he had this video on the 24th. Mm-hmm. I would. I didn't look at his subsequent videos, but he could have one any day where he completely reneges everything he just said. Because he kind of does that kind of thing. Or he'll say, you know, I was kind of upset in that video, but it's no big deal. So what's the point of even responding to it, really? It's just, it's odd that he calls it a child's game. It's odd that he complains that it's an old game. So what's an old game? Lots of old things are still relevant and good to to participate in. Football's been around for a long time. Yeah. That's a children's game, technically. I started when I was out. How long has baseball been around? Right. Or soccer. Yep. Or any of the, any yeah, of the, those things. Yeah. Yes. Chess. Just because it's been around a while doesn't mean it's not worth still talking about or participating in. So, yes, Nostril Man, he, he should probably, one, change the angle of his camera and comb his hair more. And uh, two, uh, not, not he's ranting. In the rant, he also says lots of people um, – um, complain about things like the D&D movie and wokeness and stuff like that. But he's ranting about us ranting. And a lot of us aren't really ranting. We're just, you know, we're like, we're pointing things out that we don't like. And he's like, whatever. So he didn't like the fact that Legion of Myth gave Venger a voice? Yeah. yeah. Oh, come that was it. On. Yeah. But, but, so he had the reaction to drive through RPG Mm-hmm. Um, thing where he was big weenie, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, we should just make let it happen, mm-hmm. in, in essence. In essence. And then, and then, th- his next video on the subject was, yeah, I guess they're being dickheads over there. So you know, you can't really trust his 
his point of view because it changes so much. Yeah. Between videos. I'll be honest. I enjoy um, his, um, his, I have enjoyed Total Party Skills. That just seemed like a weird one. Um, speaking of the D&D movie, as Max did, have you seen the trailer, Joe? Oh, what is that? What is fans are fans. If you like something, cheer for it. If you don't like something, complain about it. I'm editorializing. Uh, that's what fans do. Right. Um, I know I'm much more of, uh, of a doer than a complainer. I like to I like to rant a little bit, but I'd rather I'd rather do something about what I don't like, which I have. I have decided not to participate in the Hollywood hijinks. You know, so I have seen I have seen the uh, trailer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have some nits to pick, but most of it's nitpicking. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and my biggest nitpick about the the thing is that it's it displays its intersectionalness. It's um, probably it's a Paramount picture, but they yeah. but like Netflix, they probably have a diversity office where they have to uh, multiculturalize their cast. They have to. And and they have to do that because if they want to be considered for Academy Awards, which Paramount, why wouldn't they be concerned about it? They must have um, the cast. The main cast has to have certain types of faces and they, they can't get around that. So just that being a thing out there in movie land, I'm just going to sit it out. Um, I'm probably going to, uh, my wife has kind of given up on movies in general, mainly because she has some issues hearing well in the theater. Mm. And so I have no reason to pay for it. I, I liked it more than a lot of people. Um, I'm fine with it being kind of a silly little romp. Max went, uh, gave his opinion about that on his, on his, uh, little video. And I do think it's fine to want something more serious. I kind of don't. I do agree a little. This is where I agree with Waspinator. I think D&D can set itself apart if it was more of a Princess Bride type stories and not trying to be as serious as L.O.T.R. or Game of Thrones, but still be good. Um, I like Chris Pine well enough. I will probably watch it if it comes to Netflix. Uh, It may not come to Netflix at some point. um, Like I said, I will probably watch it. Uh, I thought them the, the part where they're getting chased by a um, displacer beast and they dive into a gelatinous cube, which I believe Max pointed out, is kind of stupid. And by kind of, I mean very. You yeah, know, let's jump into acid because that's basically what you do. That's basically what you're doing. That's kind of dumb. But I did like, um, as much as I felt Michelle Re- Rodriguez was kind of ridiculous as a barbarian and a five-foot-nothing female throwing around people, I told Joe before the podcast, if they – have her with a strength belt, I'll be good. But they probably won't talk about that. We're supposed to believe she literally has 20 strength at five foot nothing. Um, and, and that's fair, Max. He says he's sick of silly romps. It doesn't need to be LTR. How about Dragonlance? Fair enough. Avatar trilogy. I would enjoy that. Anything Ravenloft. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just different. I'm cool with it being a little tongue in cheek and funny because I think someone said it. I mean, it's like, how do you play? Uh, uh, Max may not. We, you know, we always have a little fun at our table, but we do tend to get we we do tend to like our D and D serious, believe it or not. But mm-hmm. I, I get when I when I play D and D and think about how D and D goes, especially this past weekend. There's a lot of fun in. There's a yeah. lot of goofing. So, um, yeah, absolutely agree, Darth. Uh, oh, that's fair. 
uh, Aaron Wilkerson. It looks like Guardians of the Galaxy with a fantasy twist. And they're, they're doing that everywhere. Ever since Guardians yeah. came out, Love and Thunder, uh, Ragnarok, that's kind of the new formula for Marvel. And I guess that's the one part that would draw me away. Because if it's going to be Marvel-like, if, as long as the comedy's funny and not utterly stupid, I'm good with it. Um, well, what well, people point out about the these movies is what they'll do is the comedy instead of maybe reinforcing the serious tone. I'm sorry, I have to break, so I'll keep going, bud. Instead of the comedy reinforcing the serious tone, it short circuits the seriousness of the situation. So, and that's never good. The other thing is, you know, Michelle Rodriguez is scowly McScowlface. I'm tired of seeing her and stuff, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I don't get her draw at all. So, right. So, uh, when I say I'm going to sit it out, I'm not necessarily just talking about this movie. I'm just talking about Hollywood in general. They're, they're, they run their they run their programs with um, what's the word I'm looking for? The quotas with racial quotas with sexual quotas, and um, and it's not telling a good story first. It's um, giving it a veneer of acceptability for a very small part of our of of <clears throat> of the citizenry of the of the watching public they're trying to satisfy very few people and um i'm tired of it i'd rather just sit and watch a good movie and not have to worry not have to even think about um this stuff but uh it's too late um they've they've uh beat us over the head with this stuff too much every time i see it's a barbarian that should be a dude i don't care it should be a dude big dude right on yeah quick quick kind of bullcrap the super tiny female that's super strong make her the little thief for the wizard that she should be uh, michelle rodriguez isn't necessarily super tiny but she's not super buff either um i just i don't see what why anybody wants her in their movies? What's the draw? She has yeah. the same look in just about every role. So this is that. Uh, I don't know. Hold on. I want to find something. I got to know. Michelle Rodriguez, five foot five, dude. She's tiny. Yeah. Tiny. She could on her best day. She couldn't flip me over. No way. But anyway, um, yeah, like I said, as far as the trailer goes, had it been 10 years ago, I'd have probably been like, I don't really care. I don't mind the tiefling part. Max went off on the tiefling thing um, because I, I kind of agree with Waspinator there. I think it's part of the part of the current D&D. It is. It's, that's what's going to be there. And I'm not too put off with the crazy races. That will set them apart from Lord of the Rings and stuff. Um, however, uh, I, like I said, I just don't want to give them my money. That's right. the thing. In the end... Yeah, I don't want to the, one, the thing I will say about the multitude of races is that and it's something that the that one D&D movie had when they went into a tavern. It looked like a Star Wars tavern. Yes. And it's not a D&D &D tavern. Because that would I would say they would they should be distinct. So oh, I just Max is I'm, I'm remembering something wrong. I thought he was against that. He says, I don't like tieflings in general, but I think it's that it's five. OK, OK. He said, expect it. Fair enough. Yeah, we should. 
I may have misquoted you. Sorry, bud. I'm, we should expect it, but this is not necessarily like it. But I'm about to get you, Max. I got something for you tonight, dude. I'm holding this off at the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, waiting to waiting to lay that hammer down. So I'm gonna. I'm actually. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell you how um, I feel. Oh, one, one, before we get into that. Um, yeah. Uh, we're not going to do the contest because no. it's an off day, or we thought it was an off day. Yeah, but we've had we've had twenty, so we probably could have done it. We probably could have done it tonight. Let's wait. But, but we decided not to. So sorry you about know. your luck if you pimp. thought we were going to. Should I pimp the stuff again? Yeah, show show them show next the good week, peoples. Next week, if all things go well, God willing, we'll do the contest. The we will do the contest no matter what day we do it next week. It's going to be Tuesday unless something bad happens again. Rackham Vale, which is a settings slash adventure book for OSE, basically designed for old school essentials. Um, that's what it says in the back. Very fairy, very dark. Um, brand new. I, I didn't really Dark fairy. Yeah. I uh, didn't see Bruce out there today, but he says he's really hoping to get Traps and Treachery, the D20 Legends and Lair book, third, third edition-ish sort of book on traps. Uh, that's another option you could pick from. And if you win, the last is hoping somebody might finally choose Feng Shui too. <laughs> I've been trying to get that away for a while. So movie action role-playing game. This is the biggest of the three, uh, but I've had people mention lots of interest in the Traps books, so we'll see. Those are the three. One of the three you will get by winning. Yeah. All right. So Randy has a bone to pick. And Max says he's standing by it, and that's okay. But you hurt my feelings. <laughs> Not really. He didn't hurt. Me. That's fine. He said that he he says he's saying I can't I can't trust your judgment because because that yes you can trust my judgment you can trust that you probably won't agree with me. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's okay. That's cool. I I understood exactly what you were saying. Um, you and I do vary there. That's a big nitpick we have. That's maybe a bone to pick with each other. I won't back off of it. I love Planescape. I think if you ran a tavern like Joe mentioned, I would think it should be in Sigil. Like if you have a Star Wars-esque tavern with all these crazy races. It would need to be something like that, not just some, some random town. Um, I absolutely still can join, Matt. Max, you can you can still enter. Um, I disagree that Planescape is not D&D. I just think it's, I think it's without doubt the best take on the planes there have ever been. Um all the other takes in the plane were essentially unplayable. There was no reason to go to the planes whatsoever in the old D and D. So, um, um, I prefer, how does he say that? I've, I've learned, he says, I've learned that between the two of you, I prefer to play in Joe's games. Oh, that we, and me, D, oh, I get it. So Joe picks the setting and I run it. Yeah. He probably would enjoy that more. Joe doesn't, totally love GMing, so I do. Uh, that's fair enough. I think that's a fair take. That's what you would like. I think that's fine. Just so you know, I'd love to play at your table no matter what. <laughs> would hurt my feelings so one there. Day. But, um, uh, oh, no, no. Arn Man asks, Feng Shui 2 is one of the... Pl- no, 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 no. I'm talking about a separate setting. It's kind of a me and a Max thing. Uh, we we uh, vehemently disagree, but that's okay. Um, I think Planescape is really cool. I can see... Now that I'm older and my views, because I used to, I got pulled left a little when I was in college, and that's when I was planescaping. I get the, rel- there's a relative moral rel- Moral relativism. Kind of reeking. It's all through it. Yeah, it's it's kind of all that's through what, it. That's what gets me about Sigil. 
Fair That's enough. I like it. Fair enough. But I do like it as a challenge. I like it because I like the idea of beliefs have power out there. That I do like. If I were to run it now, it'd probably be a little different than I did when I was younger. But I absolutely love it. I think it defined the planes. It made it playable. And we just I just ran a lot of campaigns with it. And um, and I had a handful of complaints. Joe was not a big fan. My cousin Gerald was not a big fan of it. My wife doesn't love it, actually. And the truth is, I'm not highly motivated to run it anymore. But I can't poo-poo a game that I had a hell of a good time. If you look at someone put up a sales chart. Mm -hmm. And Planescape was one of the lowest sales of all of the uh, of all of the different uh, settings. Mm -hmm. They had a whole slew of uh, um, the different settings over the years up to Planescape and a little bit past it. And Planescape was like teeny tiny compared to Forgotten Realms. But yeah. Forgotten Realms might have had more material. Planescape had a fair amount of its own, but yeah. Um, Max says the one E Manual of the Planes is the best write-up. Disagree. It's vague enough, too vague, to allow the DM to present it how he wants. I was editorializing with enough info to make each plane unique and interesting. Planescape is a cartoon, I believe, is what he's saying. That's yeah. okay, but I gotcha. Fair, fair enough. I think it's cartoon. It's fine. Kill Raven says he prefers. Uh, the gate town using the gate town. Yeah. Gate towns are great. Now that you have to admit the gate towns make a lot of sense because they're so close to the, to like between the border and the two planes that they should be a lot more like the plane. But um, I guess it depends on what you want. I just prefer, I love the idea of the planes. I love the realms of demons and gods and strange things. And I thought it was playable because before I was like, nobody can go to the planes to do anything unless you're super high level. So uh, that might have been the idea, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. M Mr. Max Boivin gets it. He says, I just like the idea of a city being built inside of a Taurus right on floating on top of an infinite spire. Yeah, it's very uh, just not it. It it, 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 you know, denies all physics, which, you know, the plane should throw that out of the water. Things should be wild and crazy. Um, and, and, and I'm fine with it. Um and Max, you know, you're welcome to have your wrong opinion, um, mm -hmm. but Planescape is right, and Man of the Plains was just okay. <laughs> <laughs> they do belong in the Plains, Max. Low-level people don't belong in the Plains. That's what they were made for. <laughs> no. No. That's an opinion. That's fair. That's a fair opinion. Anyway, yeah, so good. So it's good. So I can't be sneaky around Max because he already doesn't trust me. So yep, I'm going to be yep. constantly straightforward. He Fair puts enough. his hand on his wallet. He's he like, oh, steps right, in front of his wife to make sure you know, he does all kinds of weird, weird stuff. He's like got that. a little weirdness going on. I think he might be a lefty secretly. I'm not a lefty secretly, but I understand you think that because I like playing game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, I guess that's all of that. We've. I think we've gotten through all of our all of our things. We've done all the been, things. All the things have been done. Yes. So, since all of the things have been done, how about I throw this up one more time? So they can do the things. I mean, yes. it's kind of preaching to the choir, I think. Yeah. Um, subscribe, like, hit the bell notification. All that stuff helps us out. Yeah. Um, some Even ha having the bell notification might help you out because sometimes YouTube unsubscribes you from your favorite people like us. And having the notifications, you might still be able to get notified on when we are on 
though it's only once a week, so it's not a complicated schedule. Mm-hmm. That's that's how we roll, Legion. Wow, from fun to insults. Randy is TPS in disguise. Who's TPS? TP. Who's TPS? Total party skills. <laughs> oh, oh, bam! No, oh. you have to put your nostrils a little closer to your camera. Dogging me. I am not dogging you, baby. I love. I, I meant to tell you earlier that actually Max is one of the people next to the God Emperor here that really kept me focusing on doing the YouTube and stuff. I liked his. I liked the cut of his jib. So, yeah. But no, yeah, that's okay. That's a good shot, Max. Fair enough. <laughs> Doggy LOM from the shadows. My big butt can't fit in a shadow. <laughs> so it creates a gravity well. Shadows bend. He's, you know he's there. <laughs> I know. No, oh yeah. Beast Max. It's all play. It's all play. <laughs> all right. That yeah. all being said, uh-huh. anything any any uh last shots, alibis? I'm good, dude. All right. If you'd like to support our show, please like, subscribe, and share us where you are listening or viewing the show. We are on the so- socials everywhere. Well, not everywhere, but most everywhere. All the good We're places. We're on all the good places. Well, there aren't any good social places, really. They can all be a bit of a cesspool, but we're on Facebook and Twitter. Um, we're also on MeWe. Um, if you feel like supporting us with your money, <laughs> you can do it a couple of ways. You can uh, go out to paypal.me forward slash biggestgeekus. Link will be in the show notes as well as Streamlabs and Anchor. All of the all the links will be available to you. And we are out on the web. Our website is biggestgeekestpodcast.com. Also, biggeekemporium.com. The coming soon page is up there. We yeah. have a we have a contact form for your uh, sending Joe uh, nasty messages pleasures. Sweet. Um, and we our email is the geeks at biggestgeekestpodcast.com. So, um, I'm going to try to yak a little bit while I get things squared away. Yeah. Because I always fumble around with these these clicking things. Okay. Well, All right. I'm hoping to be on Max. I hope to get there with Max tomorrow night. I'd, I'd like to chat with them more on Friday night. They just stay up so late. Man. Oh, Legion wants to know, how do you enter the contest? Send the, send the email, right? Yes. Go to the big, the geeks at biggestgeekspodcast.com. I believe you have already entered. You probably do not yes. need to do it again. Mm-hmm. Let me check right quick for you. We don't have that many people um, yeah. entered. We only have like 20 some odd. Oh, wow. Almost going to be 20. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure yours is in here. I'm sure it is. Yeah. No, that's the wrong Max. But we do have a. I'm pretty sure. I think Max was in the last one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could always enter again. I'll just. Uh, yeah, there you are. Yeah, we got you. We got you. You're in, bud. In like Flynn. Yep. True. So, yes, um, as I was saying. Right. You're struggling to get the push the button. There we go. Clicky, clicky. Click the stuff. Yeah. All right. And if that is all, I think that is all. That is all. Well, this is Joe. And I'm Randy. And if you, and remember, if you can't be big like us, then be geeks like us. I'm hitting the wrong stuff because that's what I do. That's what I...